Hello, and broadcasting from the beautiful central coast of California, it's the Dr. Death Danger Radio Show! Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I told you, it's just the season of Halloween. What the fuck am I supposed to do? The usual? (laughs) Nah. I try to keep my bets to make it special. You have a problem with that, Budster? (laughs) I do think it's funny that every year the Halloween, the opener is different. Well, I can't think of a set one. Am I supposed to? Well, the first time we did it, it was with the Halloween, the actual Halloween theme. Yeah, yeah. Because we were reviewing what a fucking Michael Myers. Yeah, we were. It was Halloween Revelations. And it wasn't like the next one, not that. Yeah. And I just found some random like little like garage jam. Yeah, it was something like that. And then last year you did the uh, the typo negative song, and now this year you did. And then this year. I just did what the first thing that came to mind. I've been memeing on that song all day. <laughs> but how's it going, everyone? Welcome to a not so spooky D radio show with their boys and hosts, James and Edward. Edward. Ha ha ha! That's good. Hey, and also remember, there's always timestamps in the description. What the hell was that? Yo, me trying to be fucking spooky. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Edward. How's it going? Oh, I'm just Welcome. too sultry and dry right now. Welcome, welcome Unless back. Unless you want me to just be all like Halloween and corny. You hate corny, depending. <laughs> True, it depends. I, I, feel, I feel you so, went, I feel like you went from appreciating a lot of corny, cheesy stuff, then at some point in your life, you applied a 20 principle to it, in the sense of 80% of the corn and cheese is bad, but there's 20% of corn and cheese that's good. Like our opening song this week. Hey, hey, alright. That's a good corn and cheese. Because that, that has riffs, alright? <laughs> it does have that riffs. That has riffs, alright? That opening riff it goes hard. Yes, that does. So now... On Halloween, Edward Ooh. Munoz, what time is good to, with you? Time to break out the pita Hey, steel. yo, what you do on Halloween? Hey, I went to school. Damn, <laughs> I went to work. Sick Halloween, dog. We're adults, dog. Yeah, this High is what five. we do. High five. I know. I, dude, I'm like, I think we're fucking losers because when we came <laughs> into the space, I'm like sitting there, I was like, damn, there's like no one here rehearsing. No. Which at first I'm like, damn, what a bunch of fucking losers we are. But I realized, wait, at least we don't have fucking Charles Chuggerson in the in the room next door just going, yeah, yeah, at least you know what? I will accept that. Yeah, that's it's not like most of my Halloweens are pretty chill. Yeah, I mean most of my holidays are pretty chill. Believe it or not, I think Thanksgiving is actually a little less chill than Christmas for me. But that's just because well, like, of Halloween, all the Halloween though. It's not ha- like, Halloween's usually pretty like, chill. There's people there. This is like their holiday. Yeah, there's a they will. Yeah. It's like it's their holiday. Granted, most of them are a bunch of counterculture contrarians who are just tired of Christmas songs. But yeah, no, for a lot of people, this is the holiday where they ball out. This so. is that holiday, and I am not ball. one of those guys that balls out on Halloween. I would maybe, but. It's it's kind of like, sorry, I worked a day, a good laborious day, yeah. but I'm here. My, I was getting my education. Get, yeah, yeah, you get an education. I'm at work and then after work spending a lot of money on like drum pedal shit. And yeah. then I went and gassed up and I accidentally left my gas cap on the top of my car. And when I started mobbing away, I just hear, and I'm like, oh. 
Damn, did I forget that? And then I spun around and I went on a good little walk. I'm like, hey, I fucking found it. Highest of keys. That's why I'm oh, glad that my the next car thing. has the little has the little cap attached to it. Oh, so then I can't lose sorry. it. Sorry, I'm a renaissance man. I like to drive cars that have screwing caps and that is stick shift. I wasn't making fun of you. Well, okay. <laughs> there, Budster. <laughs> and I, let me tell you my next say, sick Halloween thing sure. I did. I went and got groceries. And now I'm here to podcast. We're so fucking cool, you oh guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, let me tell you my Halloween weekend. Yeah, I kind of didn't do shit. <laughs> wait, oh, weekend, wait, wait, weekend. It's Tuesday. Sorry, my weekend's Sunday and Monday. This is my Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. This is This your is Monday. unfortunately about Monday. I'm like sitting there like, oh, wait, I did play a fucking show with Subhumans last night. That's right. Yeah, you were kind of hyped about that. Not really. Oh, well, okay, not hype, but you were kind of like looking forward to it. What? You, I, you had positive feelings about it. I don't know. I had positive. You were dreading. I had positive feelings getting into Morro Bay and grabbing a French dip. Okay, yeah, that's which sick. I fucking did. And oh my god, where'd you grab the French dip? The only fucking well, spot. Okay, yeah, no, I, I just want to double yeah, check. I, I don't even want to say. I, I'm trying to give that a secret to <laughs> okay. anyone that doesn't know. Anyone that knows, they local know. local legend spot. Oh, I'm just saying, it fucking hit the spot. Hell yeah! And then I fucking went and played the siren first time ever, and like. I, my expectation for the show was like, yeah, it's just going to feel like a bar show. A lot of heads just hanging out. I will admit, though, every time we stopped playing, like a moment where the noise, we cut off the noise, it did seem like there was loud cheering, which I'm like, I'm fine with that. But my youngster, they usually like shows where everyone beats the shit out of themselves. Not their night. Yeah, you're not going to have a mosh pit in that town. Fuck no. No, the funniest thing was that the fucking sound guy was so trying to be anal trying to like tone down our noise or the amp hisses and i'm just like there's a because po- i didn't want to be rude mm-hmm. but there was just a point i was like sitting there as like well i was waiting for like my like my my like you know my goddamn guitar players to say so i'm just the drums i'm not sitting there trying to talk tone but i would have just sat there going like eventually go like Hey, bro, this is some noise not music nonsense. Stop trying to turn it down. Just fucking EQ it in the mix, dog. If it's too hissy, just turn down the treble. I've learned that sound guys are at these shows can be very, very. If picky. they're fucking old and boomer, yeah, they I'm can just be. Saying, they like, can this be guy very, looked like he was in his sixties. Very picky, particular, and low key pretentious. He was trying to treat us like we we're a blues band, and there was a point where it's like, dude, come on, we're noisy like fucking like fast punk band. How about you just Work it, and we'll just jam it. Yeah, like me, I I, I get that because I I'm around that bullshit. But sure. this guy was just not prepared, and then the rest was just a chill evening, a chill evening. Like literally, I was talking with like the good friend Jay Frost, nice. and then like one of his homies came up, and we're just talking about just shows of past, trying to talk about all right, what all what boomer punk bands aren't burnt out? Obviously, anything with Keith Morris was stated. Native yeah. approach isn't burnt out. Not yet. You know, subhumans is pretty burnt out. Oh. <laughs> no, it was funny because the random homie was talking about how, like, off played at, like, a venue, like, a town over or so. And at the show, his fucking 45-year-old dad was bullying him the whole entire night when they were trying to slam dance. <laughs> and I was funny. like, damn, get bullied by your dad. Yeah. <laughs> the last bastion. Even my dad wouldn't do that. Well, he, he was younger. Well, it depends if it's depends if it's me or uh, depends if it's me. I, or bet the, he, I bet I bet if your dad was at a punk rock show with like Lil J, I'm sure he I was going to say ass. I was going to say it depends which son it is. 
I'm just saying. Because I, I, I always used to just... I, I, you got him out as like post-prime years. Yeah, which dad doesn't word it like that, but that's basically how he feels. It's uh, it's funny because, you know, I always used to give dad and Lil J a hard time because, you know, it just always felt like they were like like this and stuff. I'll tell you this. I bet he, he bullied the shit busted, out of him. There is a couple times where he busted my poor brother's chops. Like To where, the point where it's like, damn, dude, like, he's dead. Like, Stop it. Like, don't get me wrong. It was really funny. And it was a situation where I'm like, ha, glad it's not me. But I still felt a little bad. Like, oh, come on, Pop. Damn. <laughs> you just brutalized him. He's scarred. He's mostly trauma. You traumatized this. Lo- this like- okay, it wasn't that bad. But yeah, no, th- th- there's a my, my dad. Th- my dad does a little roasting on us all. But he, mm. he did a little roasting on, on Big Brother Jay. So. That's really, there's a fucking drummer here. It looked like we're not the only fucking losers on Halloween. <sighs> Dude, we are the perfect people to have this podcast. You ever look mm. at all the people with all their podcasts? They're all like, you know, kind of like tall, you know, usually in shape, got nice hair and they're talking. What t- kind of podcast you want to listen well, to? Well, all the ones that I see advertised, you know, they all look like, they all look like, you know, they're all people that look like, you know, like Logan Paul or KSI or something. And so it's all this, people you know, that have followings elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're like wannabe comedians and they're all just like, yeah. oh, man, I got these crazy stories on stories. Or it's like, oh, man, I did this. I, said, like my man I knew un- this girl. I knew this girl once. Blah, blah, blah. Or if there's someone yeah, like famous. My man, Uncle Laser. Yeah. Or if it's someone like or I, I'm just using an example. I don't know if he knows him. But let's say I don't know, like Tom. Joe, Sick- Reg- Joe Rogan. <laughs> let's say it's someone like Tom. I was on Fear Factor. <laughs> I ate some maggots. Or if it's someone like I ate uh, some cow testicles just to prove that the contestants should do it. Or it's like, uh, or it's like hypothetically, I don't know if he actually knows them, but it's like someone like Tom Segura or something will be like, oh man, I remember one time James Hetfield invited me to his house and George Bush showed up, random shit like that. But then you got you and me, and we're just like, hey, hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. James and Edward, Edward, what's good? Uh, I went to school. What about you, James? Uh, I went to work and dealt with uh, bitchy, bitchy old people I had to install internet for, and it's like sick. Yep. That's life. Um, anything else you want to see on the? No, I got nothing. Damn, that. I think I think we killed enough time. Fuck. (laughs) All right. I think we got hot or not. All right. Do we have a hot or not? Let's. I don't know. Let's check. Let's roll into hot or not. (laughs) (laughs) Blah blah. Wait, I could have really topped in. Why are you talking about Yoko and her right now? I'm a witch. Damn, Loki on my throw that song on if the song that Bone Steel sent us is fucking booty. Sorry, I'm not Bone Steel. I meant Mr. Hot or Not himself. Yeah, we Mr. Hot or Not isn't a real person. Yeah, come on. Mr. Hot or Not is this AI generated douchebag that lives in like Hollywood <laughs> that sends us tracks on the yeah, radio. Yeah, you've heard yeah, he's chat DB. Yeah, dude, homie's chat DB and that sends us stuff and then gets mad. But they are on a streak. So yeah, we'll see how we're it four goes. for four. No, five for five. No, we did the math last week and it's last four time. for four for yeah, both yeah, yeah. of us. Okay. Five for five for me. That's right. Because You hated the Bam song. Yeah, you're like, I can't handle this because I'm not a fucking sellout. All right, what's did? I don't know what that means, but that's what I said. Hey, let's see what Mr. Hunter now has to say. Yeah, what's up, Jake? Okay, so for this week's Hot or Not, we actually are going to have a guest curator in the form of, oh, no. as you like to put it, my old lady. Yeah. And this is actually quite topical because she's going to go see her right his now. relationship Ashmico, on the podcast. Hot Topic Cardi B. It's going to happen. So it's called Halloween 2 Pumpkin Spice, so it is in the vein <laughs> of the Halloween stuff. And 
I'll let you listen to it. Uh, she's going to Ashley. I am not because of my innocent soul. I don't think I. I don't think I need to be a witness of whatever the hell happens at these shows. So I will not be going. But uh, that being said, here is Halloween Two Pumpkin Spice. And by the way, if you guys don't give this a hot, uh, that's sexist. The first time I, we have a different curator on, you're not going to give it a hot. First time, the second time, uh, dumbass. Yeah, we so gave my mom a hot. That being said, I still have my streak, or I don't. I missed last week's episode. I need to check it, check that. But, anyways, happy Halloween. Here's the fucked song. Hey, thank you, Mister Hot or not. Tell happy if Halloween you, to you. Tell us, tell us if you bone to the wrestling song or not. You fucking coward. Hey, I think you could call him on his on your own time. Well, I haven't tried, but I assume he won't pick up. <sighs> Because he's busy being best friend, best friend hot or not, best boyfriend hot or not. Yeah, best boyfriend hot or Mr. Hot or not. Uh, so the song is called Halloween Two. Not Halloween, Halloweeny. What, like the Tim Burton movie? I don't know. No, that was Frank and Weenie. So, so this is by the artist Ash Nico. Okay. What if I've heard this, Ash Nico? You know, I have a feeling Mr. Hot or Not's referenced this person because. Yeah. You know, Loki thought. I'm actually curious. Who has better tunes, Mr. Hot or Not or Mr. Hot or Not's old lady? Yo, who would get more hots? See, that's fucked up because, as I've said multiple times, I like his music. I think he makes some good tunes. I don't know what her music sounds like, but I might say her on principle. Yeah, happy Halloween, chilling in a room. That's right. Yeah, happy Halloween, bro. Damn. I ran out of fucking pumpkin cheesecake croissants to bake at home. Fuck me. (laughs) No desserts tonight. Pumpkin, but you had pumpkin spice croissants. No, dude, it's just a uh, pumpkin cream cheese like croissants. Oh, but no, pumpkin cheesecake croissants. Sorry, are they good? Pretty fucking bomb.com. Just saying. <laughs> See, what happened if we say it was a knot? Would that count against the streak? Well, y- here's the question. Is does this count to Jake or Mr. or Mrs. Hot or Not streak? I don't know if they're Mr. or Mrs. Hot or Not. <laughs> oh no! According to Jake, it's just like he's like he was like um, Ed. We are adults. We don't get hung up on little labels and say things like the L word or whatever. See that song sounds like up your alley because you always used to joke with Jake like uh, with with Mr. Hotter not yeah, like Mr. Hotter I'm like hey Mr. Hotter send, send us send us send us the send us the funny or whatever stripper fight music yeah come on stripper fight music so All right. I, I don't know it's like what do you mean you don't know <laughs> I'm fifty 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 well you you actually tell me key, stimulate the thoughts I'm actually low key fifty fifty too because oh, it like fuck. The, like dude like. The song started out, I'm like vibing on a good one, but then there was a moment halfway, I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of just monotone. 
Yo, did, yo, did they talk about boning on pumpkin spice or something? I thought at one point she Dude, talked I think about. I told you. I think I. I think we. You know what's the problem? Hmm. We kind of spaced the fuck out halfway through the. Song. I think at one point we were, she like, was focused? talking about fucking a pumpkin. Well, if she was, we kind of spaced out. I think we did. I got really. Which invested. honestly, I would debate against yeah. it being a hot. Well. Do, do we play it again? Like, here's the thing. I'm trying to be fair and impartial. Okay, do you feel this like... This is it, a very serious segment. Well, I guess it's a two-minute song, but we're just going to sit here in silence, actually hyper-focusing listening. I mean, we probably shouldn't. Hey, you know what? You know what? For Mr. Hot or Not, I would say fuck no. Ha! <laughs> but this is Mrs. Hot or Not. This is Mrs. Hot We or should... Not. You know what? You know what? We'll be more kind. Okay. We're on the fence. I'm kind of leaning towards Nabo. You know what? Hey, yeah. you know what? Never hurts for a second listen. Why not? It's the holidays. I'm feeling jolly. <laughs> so, if this shut the fuck up. <laughs> I see not really. What's his whisper? If it stimulates. Yo, are they, are they calling me grandpa? Fuck All right, so there. Yeah, that's the line about the pumpkin. So, right about that. Booty spooky. Well, if it helps your decision making, think about this. If we give this a hot, we can spin it that accounts for her, not him, which means Mrs. Hot or Not and Retro Hot or Not, my mom, have a 100% success ratio against Jake's like 30%. Yeah. Yo, there it goes in the sheet. See, the bass is kind of badass. I'm trying to rate this hook. Uh, you know what? I, I like the hook. I actually don't. I think oh, the, really? For me, the hook kind of actually makes it is kind of weak. Well, I don't love it, but it needs something more. Like, the bass yeah, is see, cool. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, it needs something more. Yeah, the, like, the bass is there, percussion's there, but the, the voice... The... Hey, I'm talking. No need to scream. Yeah, I'm just going to say not. I've came to my hard decision. All right. Like the last time we've kind of listened to a track like this was the Bam song, and I fucked with that one. <laughs> that had some a lot. That had some lines I fucked with. But you didn't even actually like it. You just thought it was funny. Hey, a lot more than what that's going on here. Oh, roasted. Sorry, Miss. Sorry, Mrs. Hot or not. It's okay. Hey, like we can't all be winners. Hey, like Mrs. Like Mister, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Mister Hot or Not has way more knots than hot. Oh yeah, he's more of a knot than a hot most of the but time. But you actually. know what? I guess Mister Hot or Not's streak is safe since it wasn't his hot or not. Damn it! I wish I had I will, that. I will give it to that. I will give it to that. But sorry, Mrs. Hot or Not. Yeah. Sorry, I just wasn't vibing. Damn it! I wish I had that audio of Michael but, Cole. But with- but but. There's always you, good host said. Yeah. There's always you. I wish I... Uh, ah, come on. You're... Come on. You try to be more Mr. Nice Guy than me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I uh, I wish I had that audio of Michael Cole when Brock Lesnar broke the streak to where it's like, the streak is over. 
But this is not Mr. Hot or not. This is not Mr. Hot or not. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm still kind of on the fence. Like, bro, we listened to the track twice. I'm not playing a third time. I'm not gonna have you do that. You better make a damn decision. I <laughs> are you gonna become a fucking Halloween movie in front of my in front of my eyes right now? All right, big brother. Um, <laughs> no, like 1984, not my brother. No, because no, because Lil J listens to this podcast sometimes, so I don't want him to kick my ass. Um. Well, you already talked about how like Big J already like freaking like roasted him. Yeah, but that's nothing new. Yeah, true. Um, I'm trying to think. I see it's weird. I initially didn't like it that much. Now I like it a little more. I don't know. Why, why do I care so much? Why am I putting this much thought into it? Uh, I'm just because I'm, it's not Mr. Hot or not. This is Mrs. Hot. Maybe this is Miss. This is Mrs. Maybe. Mrs. Hot or nah, not. You know what? I almost said Mrs. Mr. Hot or not. Mrs. Mr. Hot or not. No, it's just Mrs. Hot or not. That's not bad. We should use that on Jake. But um, I don't You know, hey, I'll I think, go like, hey, it's Mr. Hot or not and Mrs. Mr. Hot or not. Ha! Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. You know, I, I think maybe it's a not. I think maybe it's a not. Sorry, Mrs. Hot or not. Or Mr. Mrs. Or is Mrs. Mr. Hot or not. Sorry, the verdict is spoken. But hey, good effort. Hey, you know what? I do suspect more in the future. I and you know what? I suspect. I bet, I bet Jake will actually. When Jake feels threatened about the streak, watch. I bet Mister Hot or Not will just defer to you <laughs> and go like, Nah, here. Hey, it's like you know what? I don't know. How about you picked it this week? Unless unless Mister Hot or Not really cares about this, and he tries to say, Well, that should count on her record, not mine. Well, yeah. At this point, it is. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, and we have. Hey, I am fine with multiple participants. Oh, me too. But either way, mom's still waiting for us to have her back on. All right, quick break, and then we'll go into the CAR, the CAR. classic album review. How's it going, anyone that's just hopping in from the timestamps? This is now time for the classic album review, i.e., also known as the CAR. So, Ed, good host, Ed. What do we listen to this week? We listen to. The record named Brilliant Corners, which is uh, a record by the composer and pianist known as Thelonious Monk. With Sonny Rollins, Ernie Henry, and Clark Terror? Terror? Clark Terror? Oh no, Clark Terry. Oh, I was Terry. able to actually find the little. I was trying to read off the album, but the Terry cuts off into the in Homeboy's Pants. Like, you can't even see the why. And I'm like, dude, no way is homie named Clark Terror. Clark Terror is a no. sick name. No, nah, no. Nah, it's just the good mains of Sonny Rollins, Ernie Henry, and Clark Terry. Dude. And our boy Thelonious Monk. Thelonious Monk. So this first song is... So there's only five songs, by the way, everybody. Uh, since there's only five, I tried to, like, highlight parts of the songs I like, but, like... It's nothing too crazy. So, yeah, this track one, title track. This song takes a good minute to get going, but when it gets going, it's pretty mighty. The saxophones, alto and, ten- and tenor, are particularly killer, and it's all awash with a really exquisite feeling of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about jazz. It sounds cool. That's It sounds cool. There's two things I know about jazz. Okay, There's three things I know about jazz, okay? Swing patterns, saxophones, and J.K. Simmons. Whiplash, baby. But yeah, I gave the song... Uh, I actually thought this song was a strong six. Maybe a, 
Light 7. Around 310, song does some cool chains of stuff. Drums going nuts. And then around 520, there's a cool drum solo. Cool song. It's a cool song. How long was it again? Uh, it was, uh, I think this was like, I forgot to write the time, but I think this song's like seven minutes. And how many songs are on this album? Five. And how long's the album? 45 minutes? Yeah, I know. At times you feel the length, though. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. But, but, no, but for sure. For this first song, yeah, no, this was a solid listen. A lot is going on. Yeah, you can't really review it because there's so much that happens. Yeah, yeah. But I can review my experience and vibe. What was the and vibe? mostly my vibe of it of the experience? What was the vibe of the experience? Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> It's a high 6 out of 10. Cool. We're in agreeance. Yeah, it's agreeance. Yeah, listen to that. It's nice. It is nice, but on to the next song, because we have a show to do. This is track two, Bella Boulevard Belouz R. Uh, you hey, say me, not me. I'm not going to bother trying to read that name. Hey, you want to know a fun fact about this song? What? This is a 13-minute epic. Yeah. It's the longest. But you got to realize, it's like, homie, you, you know when you're going to like hear this, you're just going to be kicking in the club bullshit. And- oh, yeah. Smoke-filled room. Yeah. <clears throat> Smoke-filled room. You know that vibe. Yeah, yeah. So I have a feeling you're not even going to notice what a fuck a 13-minute song is. It's just background music. I thought the melody kind of reminded me of the Cruella DeVille song, which I think is pretty neat. Like, Cruella DeVille. We call it a Cruella melody or the top line? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the song takes it low and slow. And that's all. That's honestly all I wrote for the song for around the first four minutes. Like, there's a cool piano solo section somewhere that I think was a solo. And then at nine minutes, there's a bass solo. And TBH saved the song. Or maybe it's not a solo. It's an interlude. I wrote, this song's a lower six, and I almost fell asleep. But objectively, it was good. Well, obviously, this was a slower number. But uh, definitely, it was slower. Not bad slower. It was definitely chill. Yeah. I give it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. It was a total vibe. It was There was a, a point I was like, did it? Did the next song start? I'm like, no. Oh, I'm still on the song. I'm still paying Dude, attention. I had that moment too. I had to look at, when I looked at the phone, I'm like, am I on track three yet? I'm like, oh no, I'm nine minutes deep in the song too. Yeah, you're like, huh. All right, cool beans. Uh, next one. So it's funny we talk about feeling sleepy. Track three here, Panonica. This song starts off like a lullaby, and then the song is. Yo, were you crashing out of each of these songs for like every night? You're like, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna sit here and do this. And you're like, uh, hachu, snooze, snooze, snooze. I'm EP. Yeah, this is where the REM hits. No, but, um,. See, I feel bad too because I'm gonna be honest. I think it's a beautiful song. It's very dreamy. Has like a this has like a melancholic vibe to it. And I wrote here, you know, the song grows and builds over time, like progressively, you know. And TBH, I think this is at least my personal favorite, but this might be the best song on the record. I gave it a light seven. You have a light seven? Fuck, light seven. I just wrote. I just wrote down. Yeah, this is another chill pace one with some cool key with some cool keyboards going on. Some. Pretty sick piano work. Yeah. At some point in the song. Most likely way later. Oh, they'll yeah. most likely be jamming, but then there'll be individual cutout parts. Yeah, yeah. So I just gave it another six out of ten. <laughs> I'm just saying. But next one. I surrender, dear. Dear. What sh- a name. What a title name. <laughs> this is the shortest. I woke. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. What? The shortest song on the record. It's a solo piano piece played by the uh, man. How, how long? How long is it for being short? Five and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, I call that. Yeah, it's short. That's actually pretty long for this show. But um, 
It's that a song. extremely long. <laughs> but uh, this is a this is a song played by the man himself. It's a solo piano piece by Mr. Monk. I'll say this. He's Mr. pretty slow. He's Nia's Monk. <laughs> He's pretty capable of carrying a song all by himself. I gave it a I six. I know it's his fucking name on the album. I like to think he could carry it. Well, it's the biggest thing. Way. But yeah, no, he. Um, uh, I gave it a six for pure playing ability. I was not bored. I wasn't bored either because I thought Homie riffs on the piano, and I gave it a six out of ten. Hell yeah, right up the middle. Hell yeah! All right, on to the next one. Oh my god, what is this? We're on the last song. This might be the shortest <laughs> C.A.R. in a minute. Actually, I think this is... Yeah, no, I think this will be. Uh, this is called Bemshaw... Thank Sw- you, Thelonious Monk. You're actually doing the Lord's work right now. To me, actually, to get this episode out of time, upload in a timely manner... Actually, the fight. What luck. <laughs> what luck. Damn. Yeah. Damn. You we my had, man. We had a short... Yo, cl- Thelonious Monk, you <laughs> my man. So fuck it. I'm gonna say this sir. This song had some spice, and it was a good finish to this record. I gave it a high six out of ten, but fuck it. Five songs, making sure this review is gonna be short so I could do upload in a timely manner. I'm gonna give you a seven out of ten. Fuck it. You the man, Thelonious Monk. You the man. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because I oh man, I peaked the mic right there. Sorry. Um it's funny you mentioned that. I gave this song a seven too. This had bounce and fun. The percussion really shines on this one. They just cram everything into the song. Time change-ups, interludes for each instrument, cool uh, cool sax parts, good piano parts, bass parts. It's freaking sick, dog. So yeah, I gave it another 7. So, going over the score, out of a score of 50, I know, such a big number... This got a 32 out of 50, which I'm pretty sure is real is a really good ratio. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it, you know I the only thing I can say about it is like it's cool, it's fun, it's a nice listen, good palate cleanser, and yeah, I'm glad we're we're unintentionally taking a break from metal. James, was it a vibe for the show? Take him oh. out for the show. Well, compared to our, our our main man Sabu from last week, this was way more of a vibe. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Sabu was a little bit hard of a listen. That was definitely kind of knocking me out. This, 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 though. This, for me, was a little bit more. It's kind of funny, because Dad, for some reason, thought that you would have liked that record. I'm like, why? He says, well, he's a drummer. It's all percussion. I like the drumming here. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. This you is- know, I, I like, I have to play with some these things called cymbals. That's <laughs> Maybe a kick pedal, you know? I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Could you handle a record of nothing of, like, freaking Mobius, of, like, Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin? Oh. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's basically that. Which that's fine for a song. A song. But a 40-minute listen, a little brutal. Yeah. A little brutal. Should I uh, stick to the 50s again or do you want no. me to Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to stick to the 50? 50- Wait, who picked last time? I think you did. I could be wrong. No, 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 no. No, no. I think you were the one going. No, because I thought I went to the 50s the first time. No, I went to the 50s the first time. You did? I was like, because I don't think we did, nor did you. I thought I did it first, and last week you did. I don't fucking know. You know, uh, quick game of rock paper scissors. Okay, one paper scissors, rock paper scissors, rock paper scissors. Okay, uh, what I'm are we doing? Nineties, nineties. Oh, this one for for Mister Hot or Not. Hey yo, this is for all right. Try to shoot for late nineties for Mister Hot or Not. Like uh, ninety, like ninety five or ninety six. After ninety five. After ninety five. After ninety between ninety five and ninety nine. Okay. So do your 
Righty left, dribble D on the tack, touch tiger on the toe, kiss a man on the back. I don't know. Kiss a man on the back? I don't know. I was just coming up with some stuff. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, Let me just, uh, yeah, close enough. Close enough. Okay. Left, right, right forward, forward back, back, triple D on the attack. Kiss a man on the back. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, 96. We're going to, this one's for you, Pop. Bex Orale. Okay. This is great because I love this record. All right, tell me about it. <clears throat> hey, yo, maybe this is a record I could beef with and hate on it, just like I did with, like, what was it, like, Breakfast in America? And your parents are going to okay, kick my ass. Okay, I don't ass. know what was wrong with you on that one. That record is literally great. So I don't know if you were in a you were in a foul mood, or if you're just an uncultured swine, or your parents just want to beat my ass. No, it's because that record's great. <laughs> anyway, on Orale, his second major label record, Beck Hansen had something to prove. His nineteen 1990- ninety fucking last name's Hansen. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. It's Hansen. With 1994 single Loser, he had huge success. The song was dubbed a slacker anthem. Uh, it's chorus, I'm a loser baby, so why don't you kill me? A global slogan while the then 24-year-old was anointed the poster boy for Generation X. Damn, that does not sound too promising. <laughs> but the, No, this record's great. But the Los Angeleno was no dope-addled waster. Loser was as ironic as his indie song MTV Makes Me Want to Smoke Crack. He was a restlessly inventive musical magpie. As enthused about folk as he was about hip-hop, as adept at the moonwalk as at throwing rock dude shapes. Damn, am I going to sit here and call back racist? Are you good over there? There's a lot of tongue twisters going on. What the hell? Robert, what the hell is this? Uh, Are you um, good? What happened? No, it's just... What the hell does this mean? As enthused about folk as he was about hip-hop, as adept at the moonwalk, as at throwing rock dude shapes. What the fuck is that? Anyway, when Olale... Did Homie have a stroke right there? (laughs) Basically, it talks about how, hey... Beck really liked lo-fi, but also hi-fi cutting-edge technology. With OLA, he alchemized these disparate ideas into one vibrant whole. Beck hooked up with the Dust Brothers, resp- the producers responsible for the Dust vibe- Brothers should be the fucking Doobie Brothers. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> no, the Dust Brothers, the guys that uh, are responsible for the vibrant buzz of the Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique. It was an inspired union, and uh, how much more tongue twisters do you have to go through? I'll just skip to the last thing. Dazzlingly eclectic. Oh my god! Odale is the sound of a young maverick having delirious fun and feeling his way forward. It sold two million copies and spawned MTV hits, won two Grammys. It's a good record, trust me. I don't know. Do you trust my music taste? Fuck no. Okay, wow. Okay, fuck you. Do you trust it more than Jace? Yes. Okay, well, that's something. That might actually be better than nothing. Let's just go to the main event. Ah, right, we'll cruise to the main event. And hard stop now. All right, any, to anyone that's just hopping for the timestamps, it's now time. Or anyone that actually stuck around for the whole show. Thank you. Thank you. You're awesome. You're great. But you know who else is awesome? To you people that just hops in the timestamps. You want to know why? 
Because I would care. do the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? It doesn't hurt my feelings. But it's now time. What time is it? It's time for the main event. Yeah, I'm too lazy. You got Man, this. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's now time for the main event. So, what do you guys want to talk about? So, what do you want to talk about? James, what do, what do you want to... Oh, dude, we watched... Well, uh, what do I want to talk about? I don't know. Well... Obviously, what we watched for the main event. We watched. Uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get the show going because once we can get it uploaded at a properly time manner, hopefully on November 1st, you're still in the Halloween spirit when you actually listen to the show. No, actually, it'd be pretty appropriate to upload it like at midnight. Ooh. No, fuck you. I'm uploading before midnight. <laughs> Yo, I'm not hitting that witching hour. I'm hitting that fucking. I'm hitting my goddamn Trader Joe's. Green green chili and cheese tamales with the Spanish rice microwave. I'm going to chop that shit up in a bowl, all demented style, and freaking munch on that while I make my sandwich for tomorrow's lunch. Because it's a fucking work day. Freddy versus Jason, everybody. Oh, fuck. I just realized I got to go pack drums in my goddamn Subi. Son of a bitch. My night's long. I'm crying. What do we watch? I just said Freddy versus Jason. Wait, what, what 2003. Was it? Hey, fuck. I just realized that movie came out 20 years ago. So it's our Halloween special and the 20th anniversary. Yeah, oh. we totally planned that. Yeah, dude. Dude, we so totally we planned totally it. We totally planned that, right, you guys. Let's check out the trailer. What happened if we were in 2003? Just saying. I was nine years old. I was saying this preview is. Where's the trailer? There we go. It's coming. Chill. 1980, fear was born. 1984, the nightmare began. 2003, the legends come together. Face to face. Hey, that 2000s. Someone watch The Matrix. Evil will battle. Evil. Why won't you die? I thought there'd be more dialogue. Huh. Huh. Literally almost all of that, 90% of that, 90% versus Jason. Place your bets. <sighs> Place your bets. Coming soon. I, for, huh. I forgot she actually says that in the movie. Was it odd just for that trailer? The whole line is literally Freddy versus Jason. T- place your bets. I think that's a deleted scene because I used to I used to have the movie on DVD. But damn, so you've watched the shit out of this movie, haven't you? Uh, this is my fifth or sixth time seeing. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like your fiftieth. <laughs> No, it's not a Michael Myers movie. True. That first movie I've watched the shit out of, which was almost this year's, uh, um, uh, this year's actually, Halloween yes, special. Funny ass story on how we ended up here. So we actually to get to this point, I'll try to figure out a movie. We asked good friend Dylon, good friend Dylon, to give us a movie to watch on Halloween. Yeah, and then he told us, hmm, I don't know. What do you guys watch? You guys watch shit. You know what's a shitty movie? The first Halloween. Yeah, because and I was like, and I was in the corner. I was out like right out of the door, and I was like, huh? And I was like, what? 
And he's like, yeah, the first Halloween, that movie sucks. And I was like, and I was, I was like, no, it does. That's like my, I, I don't know what I said. And I was, I, 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 I almost malfunctioned like, right now. I'm like, yeah, no, that movie doesn't suck. You know what? I will actually watch it and most likely tell you how it's awesome and how much you suck. <laughs> and then Dylon returns like, oh, don't do that. No. I'm fine. Give us another movie. What's a movie you actually like? You know what? You know what's actually a movie I like? Freddy versus Jason. And I was like, damn, that's actually not a half bad decision. It's like not a good movie. But is it a terrible movie? Not really. Well, using my descriptions, I was like, I would tell you if it's terrible or not. But I'm just going to be spoiler. We watched some terrible movies. We watched some really bad And I was listening to a podcast to try to review, the, try to like, you know, jog more of my memory, get more better details because I don't really take notes. I just let you just kind of say stuff. And then my memory, I'll get memory flashes where I'll be like, oh, that's right. That happened. Or, oh, oh my God, that's right. Or, oh, I think I had a joke, but I'm like two, I'm like three scenes late, <laughs> three scenes late to that joke. You do sometimes have a bit of a delayed reaction. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying sometimes I'll just have bad sense. You don't want me with notes. It's kind of bad because then I end up steamrolling you more. <laughs> well, because I think it's a thing of like sometimes our notes don't because your notes were always shorter. So if I was talking about something that didn't match up with your bullet points, you thought I missed or skipped something. It's yeah. better this way. It's better this way. I guess it is. I'm better coming into things prepared. You're better at being on the fly. Hey, did I say that I thought this movie sucked? No. Yeah, no. Actually, I, I was fine with this movie. I, I was it. adamant. Like the people I listened to was like, oh my God, this movie is just hot garbage. And they just kept talking. I, I picked the wrong podcast because just talk about details of the movie instead of actually talking about like the plot and reviewing it. Yeah. Talking about the reactions. They just talk more like details. And I'm just like, <sighs> Man, I guess you guys haven't really watched some fucking terrible movies. And the Maybe thing is, I've watched some terrible movies that yeah. has cursed me, and I'm like something that's just like middle of the road schlock. I don't hate and like, too much. And like things, we're not even like a bad movie or even a bad t- or we're not we're not a bad media podcast. You know, we've watched good movies on this show. Yeah, but when was the last one? I'm actually curious. I kind of forgot. Barb Wire. Well, that's some people, no. some people might, that's some people, some no. people might say that some kind of monster is a bad movie. Some people might say Hobo with a Shotgun's a bad movie. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here. I think you are grasping. Anyway, straws. Freddy versus Jason. Oh, I got. I just remember from barbed wire. Supposedly, when I crack you the fuck up, I was like, "Where's Aquaman's dad?" <laughs> Yeah, because I was sitting there, I was like, yeah, uh, Pamela Anderson well, no, just, just whispers. Because, well, it's because of like of like, all the things he could be called, you don't call him Boba <laughs> Fett, you don't call him Django Fett. And he was like, yo, that's Aquaman's dad. <laughs> hey, Star Wars never made a billion dollars somehow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. What, did Barbed Wire made a billion dollars? No, Aquaman made a billion dollars. Aquaman's dad. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you're funny, all right. So Frey Frey versus JJ. So here's Yo, a Frey Frey versus JJ. Here's a quick history lesson for you guys. They wanted to do this movie for a long time, and then it finally and happened. Di- and they did it, and I heard it was a mess to do. Yeah. So the opening up the movie, we start off. Uh, we start off with Freddy in his basement with his furnace. He's butt hurt. <laughs> 
He can't kill people right now. Why can't he kill people? Uh, he can't because as he narrates, which I find weird that he's narrating. Okay, have you narrates, watched all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? Because I have There's like 10. I've seen like... Fuck, there's 10? Well, because there's one, two, three, four, and five. I think then there's Freddy's Dead, which is the sixth one. Then there's Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Then there's well, this one oh, that counts. This, the, yeah, was that one like with Wes Craven's New Nightmare? Or I think that was technically a separate continuity. Yeah. I That movie's weird. So Freddy's Dead, I think is the last movie in relation with this one. Yeah. I th- yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was yeah, like the, and then there was yeah, the yeah, reboot. Yeah, yeah. But uh anyway. Yeah. So either way, he's telling us he's but here he can't kill people. Yeah. Cuz no one remembers him. Yeah. No one fears him. Yeah. And he's just going God damn it. And he actually has a quote uh, here. We, I, need, I need to get these motherfuckers to remember. He actually has a quote here. Being dead is one thing, but being forgotten. Now that's a bitch. Yeah, that's a bitch. He says bitch a lot. But you see, Freddy here has a plan. Um, oh, yeah, really quick. Just in case anyone cares. Yeah, he exp- he basically explains. The fear is what gives him power. If people And if people don't remember him, they can't dream about him. And, or they can't dream about him. Yeah, and if they don't dream about him, then they, he can't kill him. He's like an evil spirit bomb. The more you fear him, the stronger he is. Yeah, the more he's talked about, the more he's acknowledged, the more he like does damage. But Freddy has a plan. See, he was in hell, and he came across Jason Voorhees. Has he just been in hell? Well, at the end of Jason Goes to Hell... Uh, well, Jason, I know, supposedly goes to hell. Yeah. Yo, does this movie technically count? Like, after this movie's Dennis Jason X? In continuity? See, the thing is, I think, yeah, because... Uh, but when did Jason X come before this movie? Actually, no. Well, that depends. When did Bodies come out? Because that was in the trailer. I feel like it... No, and it did come out before this, because... For, because if you remember, there's like a ten year but gap. I feel like in continuity, though, this no movie in continuity, would fit. obviously, yeah. I, I guess technically this movie would fit. See, that's the thing. I think all the old nightmare movies and all the Friday Thirteenth movies are canon to this. There's nothing saying that Jason X is canon to this, but there's also nothing saying that it isn't canon. To I'm this. just saying it's like, oh well, that'd be spoiler territory. But who yeah. gives a fuck? This movie's from twenty years ago. The, que- the what it really comes down to is there's way too many movies of these fucking characters. Well, either way, they're both in hell. Yeah. Or at least, well, Freddy's pretty, like, cognizant in hell. Supposedly, he finds yo big baddie Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He's like, hey. And then he just sits there. It's like, you know what? I found him in hell. I'm going to impersonate his mom. And I'm like, yeah, he's a mama's boy. And he just goes like, Jason, I need you to wake up and go from New Jersey to wherever the fuck Elm Street is. Is Crystal Lake in New Jersey? I think so. Really? That's weird. Hey, I listened to a podcast and this was, these were the details that the dudes were saying. I thought it was like somewhere in the Midwest. Okay, well, maybe they need to go to New Jersey for fucking Elm Street. Well, either way. Well, either way, they basically, well, it'll be funnier. It'll be funnier this way. <laughs> that Jason Voorhees is from Jersey. Nah, Jason, well, actually, he does go to New York. Yeah, you're right. Jason takes Manhattan. Wouldn't that just be a hop, skip, and away? I think. Technically, he might be. Huh. Yo, should we say Crystal Lakes in New Jersey? I'm we're making our own of, I'm narrative. I'm kind of down that Crystal Lakes in New Jersey. Either way, yeah. And then wherever the fucking Springton, Springfield. No, uh, El- no Springfield. That's the Simpsons. Yeah, but where the fuck is like Elm Street? Oh well, Springfield's in Illinois. Yeah, that's in the Midwest. That's in, that's near. That's where Chicago is. So basically, our bet, our main man, 
Freddy. He wakes up Jason Voorhees, our next main man, and he goes like, I'm bringing you from hell. I'm impersonating your mom. And yeah, there's been naughty children on Elm Street in Springfield, Illinois. I need you to take the trip from Jersey to Springfield, Illinois now. And the thing is, Jason just and walks. He, yeah, he just wakes up and walks. <laughs> The setup to it is kind of funny, to, interesting because as soon because like it cuts to Jason's mask and then we just see this like this hot chick taking her top off. To yeah, go, yeah, yeah. I guess to in hell, I guess dipping. I guess in hell he just sits there and relives like fantasies of murdering people. I guess people. Sorry. Yeah, we just see like a chick going. Oh my god. Hey, uh, insert dude's name. Where are you? Yeah, I think it's like hey, Mike. Whatever, you're gonna miss out, Mike. I'm gonna go take a dip. It's and straight yeah, out. It's, yeah, it's straight out of the '80s. Yeah, I'm just sitting there and like I'm. And she's just like, oh shit, just titties are out on screen. I'm like, not even giving like time for that. Yeah, and it's you, just boom. And then you know, and you're like, all right. And then you just have freaking Jason eventually chase her down while she's just like running around all boobied. Yeah, yeah. Boobed and, out. And eventually he stabs ki- her in a tree. And, and then, then it's like, then we get yeah, yeah. Then you know, and then and then you know, there's all these voices talking to him about stuff. And then yeah, it's like Jace, uh, what's he's his in name? hell. Freddy, uh, Freddy impersonates his mom to be like, I need you to go kill for me, Jason. Hey, I need you to make them remember me. Hey, yo, Jason, I need you to go to Springfield, Illinois, and fucking kill some people. Now take the trip from Jersey. Now it's funny because I'm just thinking of like Bart Simpson. Versus Jason Voorhees, like how like how he used to fight Silent Bob. Yeah, you just sit there as like, yeah, Sideshow Bob. Hey, yo, Jason, eat my shorts. <laughs> just sits there, slice Alberto in his chest. Oh my god, that'd actually be great. So continuing so, on. <laughs> on to Springfield, Illinois, where Elm Street is. So then after that, after the six CGI bloody title card with Spine Shank playing in the background. Yo, Spine Shank? Yeah, no, Yo, what song that. was it? I don't remember, but I just know, I just recognized the vocals. He's just like, yeah, dude, Spine Shank. Yeah, they're not around anymore, because fuck me, right? So what are you missing now? They were a good band. So then we cut to 1428 Elm Street, which I think was Nancy's house in the original. Uh, we open up to some early 2000s. Damn, bro. I looked up Spine Shake. Bro, look at this motherfucker. Homie just looks like some Are budget talking- fucking. Yeah, dude. That's the singer with, 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 the, with the red. Yeah, with that's the, red. the singer. Dude, he look- what's that fucking. Yeah, he looks like he's a budget seether, bro. Let me throw on some. <laughs> Yo, let me throw on some spine shank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get to it. Let's check it. Let's check this shit. New disease. Their top oh, lo- song. Oh, I love the song. This, uh. this is basically the opening theme. It might as well. Have so been we're it. in like Springfield, Illinois, on Elm Street. Yeah. And we got some chicks just kicking back in they're, the house. They're some p- teenage chicks. So they're playing Mary Fuck Kill uh, with the Three Stooges. Yeah. What an open. So I, I would have thought know. that, but someone thought, I was like, yeah, fuck it, Mary Fuck Kill. And I was like, and they're sitting there, I was like, wasn't there like two Moe's? Yeah. <laughs> no. There's Moe and there's It was, it was a- Curly, Moe, Shemp, and uh, who was it? Was there a Joe? Curly, Moe. See, the classics Curly Moe and Shemp. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, then, like, Moe left and they had some other schmuck. No, no, Mo, no, Curly, the, the bald guy, he's the one that left. He I was thought. the one that left? I, no, no, no. Was it? No, because Moe was the only one that stayed around. No. Because he, he was the dude with the black hair and the bowl cut. Damn. I'm about to have to research. Either so, way, talk about how the ladies want to, like, pour, kill, and marry I'm the- trying. <laughs> 
So anyway, yeah, this is riveting. They're hanging out. They're talking. One gal smokes a cigarette, flicks it outside. We see yeah, Jay- they, yeah, this gal, they go like, oh my God, you have a smoking problem. Like, quit smoking cigarettes. It's gross. She's like, I only have a smoking problem when I when I drink. But you're always drinking. I'll work on that next. I'll work on that next. Fun fact, this gal. So hating. Fun fact, this gal who I didn't learn until like 30 minutes into the movie, her name was Gib. Uh, her actress was supposed to be the main character. She was supposed to be Lori, but she didn't like how Lori was written. But the people didn't want to do rewrites, so they wrote the character of Gib for her. Oh. <laughs> um, and I guess then they got the Dawson's Creek trick. Wait, which was the Dawson's Creek trick? Was it I'm, Lori or was it Gib? I did not watch Dawson's Creek. <sighs> I gotta do that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd, be a, that'd be a question for the brother of Sweet Tea. So... Uh, yeah, when she flicks her cigarette, it bounces off Jason's mask. He's already outside their house. I'll just say this right now as a spoiler alert. If you want to actually try to throw some criticism at this movie, the pacing is technically terrible. This movie is literally just, it has an hour and a half time limit, and it is just boom, 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 boom. Um, So then they're like, hey, go get some beer. And she's like, okay. And then she goes to leave, but then we see two dudes at the door. We meet pretty boy trey who's wearing a gold chain at night in the rain and blake who uh the group is trying to hook up with pretty girl Lori, because in an exposition scene with her and what's that gal's name i think it was kia this 25 year old looking 18 year old or whatever yeah is still hung up on her first love from age 14 oh yeah i know we were 14 was that Lori? yeah I know we were 14, but what we had was real. That's a real line of dialogue that woman had to say. Oh, shit. Fucking Curly did leave it. Then they got that other motherfucker. There, okay, I, I thought so. Yeah, or at least that's the one I've found so far. I used to watch the Stooges all the time. Yeah, I do. I'm fucking, my, dude, my fucking dad had like DVD, like fucking VHS tapes of the Stooges that I would like fucking watch. Yeah, dude, it's good stuff. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> So they had some good jokes. I have a feeling also there was a point I'm sure it got old. Well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so. <clears throat> so after that, um, uh, we she goes, uh, you know, um, what's her name? Lori goes sit on the couch with Kia and see, there's this dude there, that Blake guy. He's trying to. Like I said, they're trying to hook him up with Lori. So he's trying to make small talk. He's got hey, like a he's flask. Like, hey, how's it going? I like your pad. He's like, he's hey, like, you want me to get you a beer? He's literally, he's literally like, hey, I like the, I like the feng shui. Here. It's nice feng shui. And then, and then she's like, yeah, feng shui. So that's when she goes. Boy, you hate feng shui? No, it's even better because he goes. She goes to sit on the couch. She's sitting next to Kia. He sits on the couch, legs are spread. He throws his arm not around Lori, but like you know, in the general behind her vicinity. He has and in one swift motion, he does that. Drinks from his flask, and then he goes. Do you know about feng shui? Hey, what do you know about feng shui? And then Kia, but then Kia is fucking like, you know, you should check out her room. A lot of feng shui up there. And then Laura's like, are you about to get this pervert with in alone with me in the room? Stop that. I'm like, yeah. You're just mad that be, that Beyonce ki- like kicked off and you you didn't. <laughs> Dumb Destiny's Child. No one gives a fuck about. Wait, is that who that actress was? Yeah, I think she's one of the Destiny's Childs. Oh, I gotta do research. Hey, what was the one thing I was looking up? What was the one thing before? You were looking up like four things, dude. (laughs) I know. Like, I bet if you replay the audio, there was like four things. I want to research that. I'm going to do research. 
I'm going to research that. I don't know. So anyway, and then, and then, uh, and then this is, and then, um, so anyway, Trey, so while that's happening, Trey, Trey and Gib, who at the time I did not know her name, I they just totally called her They totally bone you guys. Yeah, they go up the stairs to totally bone Bo- you guys. Yo, what'd they do? They, they totally boned you guys. Yeah. I haven't gotten to say that in a while. It's been um, a minute. It's been a while since we watched shitty Brett Michaels shows. Yeah, it's been a minute. We found ourselves in a situation where someone totally boned you guys. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, Blake is so Blake goes in the kitchen to get some beers, and he's in the kitchen. And he noticed, hmm, that back door is open. Hmm. That sure is strange. Yeah, why is the back door open? This don't seem right. So then Trey and Gib, they're dumb bony. It didn't seem to last long. Yeah, they're kind of over it. And he's like, well, I don't know. How long, in the, how long well, is it supposed to be? <laughs> Who knows? Time's not relative here. All right? Who gives a fuck? So, um, and, you know, Trey's the douchebag boyfriend. He, you know, after they're done, she tries to, like, snuggle up. And he's like, oh, babe, you know, I don't like to be touched after. Yeah, no, she's sitting there like, hey, I want to I want to big spoon you. And you just got, like, Trey go, like, um, Trey, I don't want to be touched after having sexual intercourse. Back off. Thought. <laughs> so then she's like, well, okay, fuck you. I'm going to go take a shower. So she goes in the shower and... We have a totally necessary top-down shot of her boobs, you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty dude. sure that was a different actress. Yes, that is. That was like very... That cool. stupid podcast I listened to gave me a lot of insight. And then, yes, this was an actual... These were stunt boobs. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't want to sound weird, but it was like really... It was like really obvious. Bro, Gibbs was in a fucking movie with... A fucking garbage WWE movie with fucking Dolph Ziggler and Kane. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm trying to figure I'm not Wait, was f- wait, was it was it Magoober? No, it's called Countdown. Oh God. Hey, you know what? And I guess she was also in Ceno Evil 2. Oh God. We're talking about Gibbs. Yeah, Gibbs is actually a pretty like low key solid like high like like good B tier like Scream Queen. Well, good for her, I guess. And you know, if we ever if we ever want to watch some bad and then, movies. Yes, yes, the fucking uh, the what what was the other what was the other lady? Lori? Yeah, Lori. Not Lori. Oh, wait. Uh, the, whoever, the, someone, whoever was Dawson's Creek? No, not Dawson's Creek. The Destiny Child. Oh, yeah. They are a Destiny's Child. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Beyonce went, became Beyonce, and she starred in Freddy versus Jason. Sick. So, last time I left off, it was Stump Boobs. Was that where you <laughs> left off, or were we at Jason killing people? Well, the Jason killing people happens like two seconds afterwards. Like literally, True. Jason's it's so in- boobs and and then like Trey gets killed. Boobs and death. Like Trey gets killed comically. He gets stabbed through the bed and then just like fucking like sit, like freaking fold the like fold the bed up. Not gonna lie, I you think- know this guy didn't have the thing where he was sitting there. It's like he needed a bigger bed. He had the right <laughs> bed. It wasn't sure if it was a smaller bed. How can I fold it? It's just the. <laughs> The bread's too tiny. The meat's too big. <laughs> but if I keep folding it, and then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And lo- we last time we reviewed was Spinal Tap. Not gonna lie, this is actually like one of the, like straight up. This is one of the best kills in the movie. No, like it's pretty good. This is like one of the most goofy. Like this is like the Friday. This felt like a Friday, like a Friday the Thirteenth level kill. Yeah, like and here's well, the- all I've watched is just Jason X. That's the only Friday the Thirteenth movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I think so. Is that in this? 
I mean, in a lot of ways, though, that's kind of all you need. I mean, I'm going to be complete. I have legitimately watched every single Friday the 13th movie. That's not a that's not bad. If those are your only two movies. I was saying, I'm just saying like, so this is one of the more like goofy, like creative slasher kills. Well, all the Jason kills have always been a sandwich. Well, well, all the Jason kills have been kind of goofy, even since the first one, which was the more serious one. But honestly, all of all the kills in the Jason movies were Jason was the cliche, like cheesy, like slasher villain that we always saw one offs of in the 80s. But for some reason, he got stupidly popular. None of the other one off slasher got their own like 12 movie franchise you know what it was i think it's because jason came out like a year after halloween like like in less than 365 days plus he has a pretty cool like hockey mask but he didn't get that till the third movie you didn't have that in the set damn i think no in the second one he wears a burlap sack he gets the hockey mask in like the Halfway through the third movie. I think I need to watch the Friday the 13th movies. He's not even the killer in the first one. Yeah, I know it's his mom. Yeah, well, everyone knows that, but yeah. Yeah, we kind of got a plot on like this in this movie about that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah th- that's the interesting thing about this movie. It actually Wait, the, cares about the lore. Actually, with this movie, t- TBA, uh, we'll review it later. Okay. So, Where the fuck are we? Oh, fuck. Where are my notes? I okay. mean, they're right here in my Yo, hand. Yo, we talked about homie. He got he got, he got freaking folded like he a sandwich. He got sandwiched. He got sandwiched. And that was kind of it. To get, yeah, Gibbs didn't get stabbed. Gibbs just came in and was like, what? what's, this, what's this wet substance? And go like... Oh my God, Trey's dead. And they all running out the door. Like, oh my yeah. God, so kill Trey. They're all a little freaked out, if you can guess. I'm saying, like, they, <laughs> they run outside and a friendly policeman is passing by in his car and he gets the police force out there. Police chief is talking to another cop and the guy's like, dude, it's in the same house. He was in bed. It's got to be Freddy Krueger. And the chief's like, don't say his name out loud. Yeah, the chief is going like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he says Freddy's name so loud. Somehow only Lori hears the name. But and she, Lori's but she like, like barely huh? hears. Yeah, she like barely hears the name. But what? he was like, huh? it's got to be Freddy Krueger. Well, she takes a minute because are we at the police station yet? We or? are right now. Yeah, it now literally cuts like that quick. We're hanging out at the police station. They're sitting there going like, uh, okay, I might be skipping. I might well, there was no burping. Up. No, there was no burping. Tell me about the police station. I don't know if they were talking we about. Don't, we don't even see them question her. Honestly, it's good guy cop walks in to talk to her after the fact. Hey, so I heard you guys might know who possibly might be the killer. Is nah, nah. But you guys said her name. No, we didn't. Yeah, and she talks to good guy cop. She's like, he kept asking me about my dreams. Yeah, I don't he understand. Asked me weird questions like my dreams. I'm sleeping. What's my diet? <laughs> And and then and then you know he leaves. She's in the police station. She puts her head down. And she's like, "What was the name? What was the name?" Yeah, she's sitting there. Like, what was the name? And she's like, "Freddy." And then it's like, "Hey, what happened to everyone? Where's everyone gone?" Yeah, she she hopes she she lifts her head up. Empty police station. She's like, "Huh?" So she gets out, walks and around. She finds a random girl around the corner. Little girl. She's like, "Hey." Which actually, did we mention that earlier? There was like some random lore about like Freddie himself being a serial killer, where he just murdered children and eventually. Oh, he wasn't her- just a child murderer. He was a child molester. He was a molester murderer. Which he was I, double M's. Which I'm not gonna lie. I know this probably sounds stupid to someone, but like in that essence, Freddy Krueger has actually aged the worst. 
yeah. out of all the slasher villains, which which kind of sucks because he was always one of the most popular ones. But it's 2023, and but Freddy Krueger was always a guy where it's like, oh, dude, Freddy Krueger so cool. Nowadays, it it just it feels kind of weird. I think the backstory didn't age well. The backstory, but the, char- the goofy character. But it's Wes Craven, so he he that was by design. You know, he wanted. He liked his movies. Well, either up. way, this little girl we saw was actually one of the victims from the light that was intru- that was introduced to us earlier in the movie. Yeah, that and we totally forgot. But fucking, who cares? Well, I was gonna say, oh, I was gonna bring it up, but 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 by the time I was gonna bring it up, you're already on. Like, oh yeah, Freddie wants to bring back Jason. I'm like, okay, I'll just jump ahead. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of just like oversimplifies the plot. <laughs> I totally forgot about like. There's actually quite a decent amount of plot. There's more plot in here than like half of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, but um. She, yeah, Lori goes up to the kid. She's like, hey. Hey, you all right? You okay? And you know what happened to anyone? And why is it just you? And then the girl turns around. She has no eyes. She's like, oh, my God. And wasn't there just a jump scare of Freddy? Yeah, she. And no, she, I, I don't think here. I think that's next because, you know, because then the little girl's like, we were all afraid, you know, be very afraid. And she's basically warning him that Freddy's coming. Um, she's warning or she, or is it just Freddy trying to like you know gas well it's Freddy talking through the little girl yeah come on and then um I'm just trying to get over here I think eventually I don't know if she got jump scared by the yeah, yeah. face man but then she just kind of wakes up and he's like well that was a fucking wild ass dream we cut to the worst acted scene in the movie yeah. Where Blake is sitting on his porch, sad, you know, because his friend Blake is sad. His friend got because Trey died because Trey got a, he was stabbing full like a sandwich because Trey got a whoop to the back, he uh, whoop to the back, and then yeah, we have Blake's dad comes up and he's like, "Hey, son, <laughs> why are you like, son? Do you want to talk about where were you? What were you doing there?" And then yeah, Blake going, "Dad, my best friend died." Fuck off. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to recite this best I can. <laughs> but I thought... <laughs> no, no, that was pretty accurate. But it was like, it's like, we need to talk. What were you doing over there? You were supposed to be watching your sister. Were you drinking? My best friend just got killed, Dad. So how about giving me some fucking space? Dad turns, walks away. Hey, fuck you. You watch yourself, boy. <laughs> Dude, riveting acting. I, f- I feel the relationship between the two. So he's sitting there all alone. He starts talking to himself, and he's like, he's, he, yeah, he starts talking to himself. He's like, I'm going to get him, Trey. I swear to God, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him, Someone Trey. named Freddy. I'm going to get him. Yeah, who's this fucker named Freddy? I'm going to get this guy. Then he hears rustling in the bushes. He gets over there. Nothing. Hey, motherfucker, you want <laughs> <he's-> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's the Sammy Guevara voice. The Sammy Guevara. Hey, fuck you. It might as well. From AEW with love. <laughs> so anyway, he turns around and there's a fucking goat. I don't know if this is a hot take, but goats are creepy. He's like, hey, who fucking brought the goat here? <laughs> so now Blake's standing in the middle of the road for no reason. Freddy's on like the opposite end of the street. He tries He's to like, stab. Hey, who the fuck are you, buddy? And then, yeah, we get like a super, super, super shadow Freddy. Try to stab our main man, Blake, yeah. but it doesn't work. And Blake goes like, oh, what was that, pussy? Yeah. And then walks back into his <laughs> well, house. Well, actually, it's even better because he tries to stab him. And then he's like, oh, he's like, I'm okay. I'm all right. He says it just like that. Huh. I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. And Freddy's like, I'm not strong enough. Well, actually, I'm not strong enough yet. I'm not strong enough. But Blake's- Not strong enough to face Kenny Omega yeah. at, at full gear. 
Yeah, either way, Blake's just like, whatever, fuck this. So then he wakes. I'm going to go back on my, I'm going to go mope <laughs> on my porch. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, and his dad's sitting next to him. And he's like, oh, hey, dad, how's it going? His dad's fucking. Oh, hey, dad. What do you want? <laughs> his dad's. I didn't know. I wasn't doing anything there. All right. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't trying to mack on chicks. Oh, hey, your head fell off. I don't oh, think. Son of a bitch. I don't think any of that was said. But yeah, he. Uh, but We're yeah, making he- our own story. <sighs> damn it. His dad's head falls into his lap, you guys. And that Hey dad, your head fell off. Are you good there, buddy? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, oh my god, my dad's fucking head in my lap. He oh, stands oh up. My, I was like, Hey dad, I, I think your head fell off. Is this when Jason rolls up too? Yes. Hey, big motherfucker. What if hey, you're on my property. I'm gonna ask you politely to leave. And then Jason slight and then Jason. Whoopah. He cuts down. He cuts down Blake. He cuts down Blake through his dad's head, like because he throws up yeah. his dad's head to like defend himself, and then you just see the blood splatter on the windshield. So it's like, wow. Hey, big motherfucker, get off my property. I'm in mourning right now. Some motherfucker just killed my friend and my dad, and then I guess, <laughs> and, and, then, and then gets stabbed. All right, I'm not stoked. Bad evening. I'm going to bed. Good night, Blake. But, out. But the bed is death. Yeah. So then at an early 2000s idea of what a quote unquote insane asylum looks like, it's here we meet Will, the long lost. Yeah, we meet Will and his buddy Mark. Um, Mark. Yeah, uh, this is this is Lori's long lost lover. Pretty boy, Will. Pretty boy, Will. And we find out through some clunky exposition that he's in here because he says he saw Lori's dad kill her mom it's like what he's pretty he can't do bad guy things oh my god even though it's always pretty people that are the bad guys and scream that's crazy but uh then we're introduced to him getting his daily medicine there's like a report on the tv that shows Lori's house yeah and you have will go like i know that house i have a lady i have a crush on there i need yeah you let me listen to that uh no. Yeah, the card smirks and just turns off the TV. It's like, wow, fuck you. And, you know, he's like, I never asked for anything. He starts banging on the thing, you know. I never asked for anything, buddy. And I'm like, do I need to bring out the twink, the tranquilizers, my guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I almost said twinklizers. <laughs> you good over there? I'm trying to think, what could that have been? Well, either way. They went, they took their like random medication. We go like, what does this shit even do? It keeps you docile. Now shut up. So now Will and Marco kick it somewhere. And it's like you inject someone with it and they turn into a twink. Anyway, so yeah, they're in their bedroom now. And Will's basically, and uh, who is, no, actually, Mark opens up with, man, I really miss my family though. It's been four years. He and Mark's and Will's just like, I know I'm not crazy. I miss Lori. I want to see her. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I know I saw some. I know I saw Lori's dad kill kill Lori's mom. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So then, yeah, Mark's like, "All right, I got you, bro." And then he create and then he creates a disturbance uh, that gets himself sedated. Specific in case you all care, he puts his ass to the window and farts uh, like the window of the guard who was being a dick to. Yeah, Lori. and our main man's like, "All right, you're getting the friggin' tranquilizer." Come here, buddy. And they throw him in the cell with Will. Because I guess Mark and They're Will. roommates, yeah. Yo, they're roommates. They're roomies. They're roomies. And, then, and they're and like, Mark, what happened? <laughs> Bro, I got the keys. What's 
bounce out this joy. Yeah, he's like, right. ha, he's like, haha, pushes up anime glasses. He got his ID and then they just bust out of the asylum. I'm like, oh, wow, it's that easy, huh? Yeah, I guess it was like, oh, well, not easy. Uh, and then next, crazy. <laughs> next day we see Lori at home with her dad. We see him trying to give her some orange juice that's laced with pills that quote that, unquote the same pills that were just given at like the mental asylum. Yeah, that quote unquote enable the suppression of dreams that we learn later in the movie. He Either way, Lori's dad's being sketchy. Well, Lori's go like, I had a long night. All right, there was a guy named Trey. He got killed, and then I was in the like police station. And I tried to sleep there, and I got a scary dream. I'm not having a good day. Well, you know what, Lori? Here, let Pop, hey, kick it with Papa. Just hang out. You know what? Don't worry about going to school. No, fuck you, Dad. I want to go socialize. I yeah, need that's why friends. I here. She wants to go socialize. She she wants to be anywhere but home. And, and it's like, all right, fine, fuck you. <laughs> but and, hey, you should totally drink your OJ though. You should you should get your vitamin C. No, Dad, I'm sad. I like apple juice. So then um, so then she goes upstairs to get ready, and the police chief from earlier comes in, just goes in the house, and he's like, hey, that Will guy and his friend Mark escaped last night. Hey, yo, uh, exposition dump. Your, boy, your old boy toy Will and his homie Mark escaped. And his dad goes, Jesus, it's all coming apart. Oh, no. Oh, dang. Yo, is the town sketch? So at school, Lori meets with her friends and they tell her, hey, BT dubs, Blake's dead. Kate specifically says, hey, yeah, Blake kind of went to sleep and never get and never woke up. Also, his dad died, too. Yeah. I think they both died. Yeah, they might have died. Kate's sorry, the alcohol. <laughs> Kia specifically says this is bullshit. They're trying to pin this on him like some kind of Columbine thing or something. Yeah, because they're sitting there going like, yeah, the police, they said it's like he killed his best friend and he killed his dad and he killed himself. Why would they do that? That's and, crazy. They're trying to say some Columbine thing. What's going on? There's something weird. Something's weird going on. Seriously, guys, something's weird. And I'm like, huh, that... Columbine was four years ago when this movie came out, and realistically, it was probably way less than that when this movie was written. So thanks, Hollywood. Thank you, Hollywood. So in the hallway now, a couple things happen. One, Kai gets tired. Gets Kai and uh, Lori get tried to talk to by this kid, who I I know he has a name, but I thought he looked a lot like Miles Teller. Yeah, dude, I thought it was Miles Teller too, but then I found out it wasn't Miles Teller. I'm like, son of a bitch. I still called him Miles Teller though. We could call him Miles Teller, and it's honestly but his be- name's like Linderman. Yeah, it's something like but that. But fuck it, it's Miles it's Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah, he comes up. He's like, hey, Lori. I know you're having a bad time, but hey, if you need a buddy to hang out, hey, I'll be your man. And then the Destiny's Child's like, hey, fuck you, wise guy, jazz guy. Those you guys have drums to practice or something. <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me of that once. Well, I'll tell that off the podcast. But um, yeah. And then this is where in the movie I learned that hat girl's name was Dib. Tw- get Dib. Dib. Dibs from Invader Zim. Dibs. I mean, I mean uh, Dibs on Gibbs. <laughs> this is the 25 minutes into the movie I learned her name is Gib yeah no Dib is from Invader Zim but um and then uh they're all convinced to go to this party shindig thingy yeah I know we got Jason Muse and not and not Silent Bob just straight up chilling there just going like was that actually Jason Muse? no oh but the costume he looked design. like he was trying to look like him oh no it's just a joke that I one podcast said earlier I wasn't gonna thought oh, of okay. it but you know fuck it let's say it's Jason Muse 
Jason Muse. Hey, yo, 15 bucks, little man. Roll out to my party, man. Yo, Stucci Boochies, fucking come kick it. We're going to kick it at the cross. We're going to get fucking drunk. There's going to be booze, there's going to be weed, and there's going to be more booze. Smoking F- weed, smoking weed. Hey, yo, this party's called Fuck Your Parents. What's fucking rage? Come meet my friend Zach and Miri. Okay, so let's see. Then where was I? Miles Teller. Okay, Lori then tells him all about her nightmare, about the burned man in a brown hat. Yeah, there and was I'm, like a burned man in a brown hat, and he scared me. And I'm like, damn, she's doing she's doing Freddie's work better than Jason. And then as she's freaking out, she's like, and they they sing this they sing this song they sing this one two Freddy's coming for you fucking Mark yeah, shows up I, yeah I, like literally it's like she's just sitting there talking with her friends just talking about her nightmares and then rambling just like the people just like a crowd of people are just like sitting there go like yo what are you on Lori like all these heads start watching and it's like yeah there was a creepy song you go one, two, Freddy's coming for you. And then he starts and then spouting off. Mark coming up like the total fucking creep he is. Yeah, and he starts spouting shit off like, you're lucky to be alive. His name is Freddy. He's coming for you. He was killed by people around here, but he came back. I'm like, Mark, what the fuck? Yeah, and everyone's going, oh my God, what's going on? And then you have Will coming up and Lori's like, is that Will? Uh, this is too much to process. I'm a faint. <laughs> and then Mark is like, yo, Will, it's the principal. We need a bounce. And they're yeah. like trying to bounce out of the school and there's like the cops like, hey, it's Will and Mark. What the fuck? And you're like, yeah, whatever. Bye bye, coppers. Yeah, I wrote here. I said, yeah, I said, uh, I wrote here. Lori's happy to see him. Well, kind of. She happy. faints. Yeah, there was a lot to process. So now she's. Yeah, the- you have one creepy motherfucker come up trying to like, you know, re-traumatize your dream. Yeah, yeah. And then your lost boy toy of like four years ago just randomly appeared. So now there's she's a in- lot to process. I'm just saying. So now she's in the nurse's office. Kai's, uh, sorry, um, uh, Kia's in the other room. This scene was great because, see, earlier in the movie when she was hanging out there, when uh, uh, Kia was talking about, you know, like, should I get a nose job? Plastic surgery was really popular. Yeah, dude, the fucking Destiny's Child goes like, e, Beyonce got a nose job. Why don't I get a fucking nose job? I bet I'll be fucking popular Beyonce. Fuck Beyonce. I know she said that. <laughs> I'm making my own up. So- Fine. <laughs> Hate on me. No, I'm I not, don't care. I'm not hating. Hater. So, uh, and so she's looking through this magazine of. <laughs> why are you standing? Because I can. So she's looking through this magazine. Hey, and sorry, you sit there and you got you have a mic stand. I am portable, bitch. <laughs> so she's looking through the. The plastic surgery magazine. The pictures are getting progressively more and more gory. She tries to fuck. Is there a random high school with fucking like a plastic surgery magazine? I don't know. It was oh. two thousand three. So then she tries to ask Wait, the it nurse. It was just to, more acceptable. Hey, yeah. don't like your boobs? Get them bigger. <laughs> yeah, because because women weren't allowed back then to talk about how hey, uh, bo- big boobs are big natural boobs are actually like. Really painful on my neck and back. Yeah. But anyway, she um she tried there's this she great part where she wants to ask the nurse, she tries to ask the nurse a question, but the nurse like ignores her. There's like a sign on her desk that says in big letters, sorry, the nurse cannot help you. I'm like, that's really good. She flips to another page, there's like a hand in it, then the hand reaches out, it's Freddie's glove, and with the it's the claw hand, gets in her nose and he's like Got your nose. And got he your flicks. nose. And, he, and it slices yeah. her nose. And then she wakes up like, yeah, I'll still fuck you, Beyonce. I'm going to get a nose job. Freddie does a little trolling, you know. 
So Mark Isn't and that, like the f- character of Freddy. Yeah, like, like, yeah he, was a, a, he was a little more sadi- he was a little more serious in the first one, but even then, yeah, he was still a troll. Yeah, no, like I heard by the third movie, he just became a troll. Yeah, no, in the third movie, he's basically he's basically a prankster that kills people. Yeah. So then Mark and Will are at a Coca-Cola vending machine full of ice cold Coca-Colas by Coca-Cola. Yeah. And Will's like, Mark, what the fuck? Why did you do that? Yeah, Mark, why were you being all like sketch? And, and he's like, because maybe I'm not crazy. Hey, I'm not crazy. All right. She's experienced by experience. All right. Come on. Come on. No, Will, you're just mad that me and Lori have something that we can relate to. What'd you dub, pretty boy? Yeah, you just sat in the fucking jacked off in a cell for the past four years, so fuck you. Hey, they fell in love at 14, okay? That's that's poignant. It's poignant. That right? means something. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know. So then they go and then, you know, and then they're talking. The conversation doesn't get far because some police officers then show up and then they bogey out. They go to. Yeah, the, yeah I think I like spoiled that earlier where there's like a hey, cops rolled up and then they go to the library or police. They, they go somewhere where hey, they can. You just, know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, so this might be 2023, but back in the day, sometimes to actually get good information Honestly, it might still be good now is actually go to your local library and looking up a lot of past like poignant information on shit. Basically, they're doing research. Yeah, they're trying to look up. Um, They're trying to look up this Freddy Krueger guy. Be- th- this is great. And they're sitting there like, where the fuck is this Freddy Krueger guy? No one exists. And anytime possibly, they just black out my name. I'm looking. I guess also Mark's brother might have been killed by Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Plot point. Just saying might have been stated. In my yeah, they, they say it by now. And then, but and then Mark suddenly puts together the plot. He figures out he's like, that's how they beat Freddie. They made people forget, and the and that uh, all uh, the, and all the kids in the asylum are everyone that came into contact with him. That's why they cut us off from all our friends. And then Will's like, you spread enough fear for the whole town today at school. And Mark's like, fuck, fuck. He's like, damn it. <laughs> oh man. So hey, at least that became. So at least they at least they acknowledged that that was stupid. He was like, God fucking damn it. We kind of, yeah, we kind of fucked up here, didn't we? So Mark wants to bail, but Will is like, I need to find Lori. He was like, hey, hey, let me get my Lori Mac on before I get thrown back in the pen, all right? No, no, he just wants to talk to her. He, he just wants to know she's okay. So basically get his Mac on. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So then Mark's like, fine, but if you're not back by dawn, I'm, a, I'm gone. Oh, shit, that yeah, he gives the key. Yeah, and he gives gives the keys to Will of his brother's, like, sick van. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it has, like, the good fucking, like, pen- like, good, like, pencil art. Like, good, like, airbrush art. You know, with the yeah, wizard yeah. and the dragon. That shit was kind of nice. Yo, bro, those vans rule, dude. We need, we need a renaissance of those vans. Yeah, yeah. So, we then cut to a cornfield rave where everyone is slow motion dancing. And very quickly, we see that Jason's at this, Voorhees is at this party. Miles Teller from earlier tries to talk to Lori. Yeah, dude. Miles Teller comes with like, hey, Lori. And then a Destiny Child head ass rolls up. It's like, hey, fucking wise guy, jazz guy. Fuck you. Don't you have like some fucking swing pattern? They're like, dude. And it's like, who the fuck I ever do to you? You're just bad. You got kicked out of Destiny's Child. You're just bad Beyonce's cigar. Actually, close. He he cuts a promo talking about how she, you know what? she. You just hate me because you really hate yourself. And you would realize that if you if your head wasn't weighed down by all that makeup. Yeah, and it's funny because Lori doesn't even jump in to defend her. She's like laughing. She's literally like, "Oh I think Lori, damn!" I think Lori might be a little sleep deprived. <clears throat> Maybe Lori might be good oh. acting right now. <laughs> uh, but then, but it's funny because um, uh, so he does that, and then you know 
uh, Will shows up, and when he goes to talk to Lori, Kia, who hated Miles Teller five seconds ago, is like, come on, let's dance. He's like, you know what? You kind of talk shit on me, and I fuck with it. <laughs> All right, wise guy, jazz guy, show me your moves. Then, but then literally while Will is trying to explain the plot to Lori, Kia well, interrupts them. Yeah, then like just Will come in, it's like, oh my god, we just learned so much information about like Freddy Krueger, and then who came up? Uh, Kia comes up and she's just like, enough about that, let's shake our asses. Hey yo, shut the fuck up, we're like partying right now. No yeah, one shut the fuck to, up, Destiny's Child. Yeah, come on, no one wants to hear, no one wants to hear some stupid like Freddy Krueger bullshit. Meanwhile, Gib fucks off into the cornfield because she's mad because she heard some people talking callously about the fact that Trey got killed. Oh, Trey died. He was a douchebag. I heard his intestines were on the floor. Gib's like, fuck you guys. I'm too faded to like care. I'm going to go fuck off. And then she's in the cornfield and then she sees and then in the corn stalk, she sees Trey. She's at her like. Hey, as like, oh my god, it's Trey. I'm too faded. Am I like fucking tripping balls right now? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Who cares? Trey. And then she goes. Uh, and then she goes into a factory and just yeah, it's Freddy, guys. I don't know if that was obvious. Yeah, it's Freddy. she's in a Freddy nightmare now, and just, she's getting tortured by Freddy. Yeah, she's getting harassed. Oh, yeah. She's she she goes hides in a locker, but then she like. Freddie rolls up while she's in the locker and she's like, oh, my fucking God. Also, in the real world, some random fucking raver that has like glow sticks all over him sees a freaking like passed out like Gib and goes like. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. We ball. Yeah. He tra- eyeball. He tries a ball and not for cool manner. Yeah, he, yeah, you know, he, she, she's literally like passed out. Sleeping. And my homie is just sitting there is like, oh, party rapey. I was like, Damn. yeah. Starts kissing her no, neck and shit. Yeah, yeah, and was, the worst part is he looked like Spider from Power Man 5000. Yeah, well, Spider from Power Man 5000. Freaking Jason Voorhees is right there and fucking stabs him and gives while also Freddy was trying to torture gives. But while like in the locker, I think I'm doing a bad description. No, that's what happened. And the best part is Jason with this dude on this pole. He just he chucks the dude like 100 yards in yeah. the cornfield. Either way. And Gibbs also dies too while like in the middle of Freddy's torture. And Freddy's goes like, "Dude, who the fuck took my kill?" Yeah, he's literally Son like, of a "Bitch!" You're like, "No, she's mine. No, she's mine. What the hell?" And Jason's like, "Nerd." So then Freddy's all. So yeah, that happens. Then Jason pops up behind these two dudes, kind of like, "Yeah, dude, Jason, discount he, Jay and Silent Bob." Yeah, dude, discount Jay and Silent Bob. I'm not he gonna goes like, "Hey, yo, what's up, man?" And you're like. You know, it's not Halloween, bro. You can kind of chill in the not costume. Gonna, not going to lie, the fat guy actually made me laugh because uh, because he literally was like, well, hey there, Jethro. You know, it ain't a Halloween party. This ain't no farmer's meetup. Why don't you go find a pig to fuck? And then Jason's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah, buddy? I'm going to throw some Everclear and light you on fire. Lights uh, Jason on fire. You. Yeah, Jason's light on fire. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start killing. He kills Fat Boy. And then Jason Mew goes like, damn, you just killed Fat Boy. I'm going to go run for my life now. No, it's the other way around. He kills Jason Mew's first, then he kills Fat Boy. No, dude, Jason Mew survives. No, Jason Mew's, he, he, he snaps his neck around. No, that was another fucking guy. Oh, that was a different guy? Yeah, I knew. That was a different guy. Yeah, another, okay. yeah, another guy rolls up. He fucking twists his neck around like it was nothing and go like, 
oh damn, you're a killer. So then big boys running around and everywhere. And then he throws then, a fucking yeah, yeah. clear. And then Jason Mewes like, Snoochie Boochies, I'm out of here. Yeah, and then uh, Jason kills big guy by th- by throwing his on-fire machete right through the big guy. And then after that, he just goes on a tear, just killing people at the rave like it's no problem. Basically, he's just like slaughtering teenagers left and right, like he usually does. Oh, I wrote down here really quick. He hates promiscu- promiscuous teenagers. That is say. a consistent thing about him, yes. I'm just saying. Like, well, he hates everybody, I'm but saying, he especially hates Teenager, and if you want to drink, and if you don't have underage sex, you're most likely going to get killed by Jason Voorhees. All right, so I'm just saying, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be drinking and having underage sex. So Jason, Voorhe- Jason Voorhees actually represents the importance of chastity. I'm just saying, like Jason Voorhees, <laughs> like if you don't, I'm just saying, if you want to gamble your life of getting slaughtered by Jason Voorhees, then go for it. But if you don't, I'm just saying. You might have to play it safe. Favorite Christian podcast, Triple D Radio. Yeah, that's right, dude. Your favorite conservative radio station, <laughs> Triple D Radio Show, right now. So after that, Lori and crew get out of there. They're all a little. They're all a little freaked out. Understandably, sad that. Yeah, Gabby I died. think some people were dying. Yeah, in front of them. I'm just saying, like, if someone got stabbed in front of you. I think you wouldn't be having a good night. And then they're like, "Hey," and they're like, "Can I ask a reasonable question at this point? Is was that the guy from your dreams?" No, it wasn't the guy from my fucking dreams. No, it wasn't the fucking guy from my fucking dreams. And then that's it. That's literally the, the guy was a fucking burnt twink. <laughs> that's a fucking that's a fucking unit right there in the hockey mask <laughs> with the machete. There's a lot going on right now. So then, uh, so then after that, um, yeah, they drop off Miles Teller. They drop off Kia, and then Will goes. Yeah, to you dro- know what? Yeah, Will just goes around like. Hey, you know what? There might be a killer on our trail, but I'm going to just take you guys home. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, you know. Okay. And he's like, you know what, Lori? I haven't seen you in a minute. And then Lori's creepy dad just comes up like, hey, buddy. Hey, Lori, you're supposed to be home. A lot's going on. Hey, Will, you're not supposed to be here. I saw you kill her. Oh, I, I... Lori, Lori, I got to tell you something. Oh, no, you better not. You better not say it, Will. <laughs> you know what? Lori's dad, shut up. Hey, don't talk to me like that. I am your elder. All right. I am an adult, you stupid fucking child. Lori, your dad killed your mom. <gasps> what? Oh, all right. You done it now, Will. I'm going to kick your ass. That's exactly how that scene goes, you guys. All right, take it from here. You know what, though? Lori's dad looks... I actually had to remind myself, wait a minute. Was he secretly a bad guy? Because he's being aggressive. He literally has Will, who, yeah, Bro, he, he looks like he's, he's 20, but he's a teenager, Bro, I think. He's being sketchy. He's literally got him, like... He's got his hand on his throat like he's about to put him up for the choke oh, slam. He's, dude, he's assaulting a like he's an he's assaulting a minor. Yeah. And then Lori's kind of sketchy. And then Lori runs in the house and he's like and he's like he's like, Lori, there's a lot going on. Why don't you get some rest? And she and she's basically like, uh, yeah, hey dad. Um so like why did you lie to me about? Why did you lie to me about yeah, stuff? Did you know about? Did you know about the asylum? Yeah, no. After the dad literally was like fucking assaulting a minor, Lori goes inside. It's like, hey, dad, you're being sketch. Did did Will say it's true? Did you kill mom? Yeah, if you did. Please be honest with me. All right, you're being kind of sketch. Yeah, he literally. He was like, Lori, can you just go to bed? Hey, here, here. Let me give you some sleeping pills. It's been a long evening. How about you just relax, dad? You're being sketchy. No, tell me the truth. And his response is basically, oh, we'll talk tomorrow. Hey, so she's like, hey, fuck well, this. Hey, hey, you know what? It's been a long evening. I, I'm about to quote. I'm going to quote something to you. If you're having a bad day, just quit. Go to bed. Start a new day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this in the morning. 
Dad, I'm trying to talk you out. God damn it, Lord, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, he called her a stupid son of a bitch. Sure. So, she, so she runs into her room. I don't remember dialogue. I'm just acting how I've thought the scenes were like. I mean, that's. I guess that's basically how the scene went. So yeah, no, she she runs to her room, locks the door, and he's literally like, "Lori, open the door. Lori, open the door now. Open the door. I'm, I'm like, right. sir, you are not helping your case right now. It's like, sir, you're being a little too aggressive right now. Dad, you're being a little too aggressive. He's I'm just being gonna leave. sus on the bus. Uh, I'm just going to go climb out and then he like busts through the door just being totally like sus on the bus like aggressive and then Lori's like dad you bust out my door I'm gonna leave with Will screw you <laughs> you're not making things better Bye bye see and then so and then after that get back here now <laughs> and then and so she's uh, so she has a bunch of questions and Will's like well let's get back to Mark he's the expert on all this yeah well let's get back to Mark he's the expert see it's really funny that he says that because we cut to Mark and he's and in his room. Like, Mark's like, well, God damn it. Now I like know about Freddy fucking Krueger. Okay, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay awake and listen. I got to stay awake. I got to stay awake. I'm going to stay awake and listen to the new Taproot record. Damn, do you need me to throw on some Taproot right now? I mean, I like Taproot. So. Yeah, I got you. I got you, my man. So, um, and then he, as he's trying to stay awake, he sees steam and light coming from the bathroom. He goes in there. Why is it steamy and so lighty in here? <laughs> He goes in there, doesn't see nothing. He tries to get a stay awake pill, but well, it's fucking Freddy. He, I don't know if that was obvious, but he's come on, it's kind of fucking Freddy, guys. Come on, it's like he's in a nightmare and he realized, God damn it, I fall asleep. Son of a bitch. He, ah. he hallucinates that he saw that his dead brother's in the bathtub, damn but it's my, actually Freddy. Yeah, he's in there, he's like. Why is my brother in the bathtub? Aren't you supposed to be dead? And he's like, Oh, god damn, it's a nightmare. Oh. Uh, and Taproot's playing. What the hell are we supposed to do? Oh God, this is a good song too. But um, I'm just playing the fucking whatever song. Damn, damn. He's like, God damn it, Taproot's playing. Not really. There's my brother. He's covered in blood. Not really. That's just Freddy. He's about to fuck with me. And he's like, Nah, fuck you, man. This is a dream. You don't got me. You know, you don't. I ain't scared of you. No. No. Oh, yeah, buddy? I'm gonna light you on fire. He's like, no, you won't. Gets lit on fire. Son of a bitch, I'm on fire now. Yeah, because because uh, Freddy was like, I need you to deliver a message to me. And Mark's like, I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna do it. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. And well, Freddy's like, okay, fine. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it myself. Yeah. And he burned. With the soundtrack of Taproot going on in the background. So either way, he gets burned. Yeah. He gets burned on all over his back, and then yeah, the message appears. Yeah, the and it literally says Freddy's survives, back. Right? I'm trying. I'm like actually spacing. He didn't get killed. Well, I mean, it seemed like he just got burned, but like I think he's dead because he doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. Oh, then he's dead, guys. He yeah. got killed the taproot. I'm just saying. He got killed. That's, pretty, the that's a pretty terrible death. All right. This feels like it should be in the end credits to a Final Destination. I was saying, like, if you got killed to a taproot song in the background, you might as well just die. You might as well just enjoy that death. You might as well just say, fuck it. Um, hey, Mark did his job, all right? He fucked up the, He fucked up everything. And Honestly, credit where it's due. I thought his actor was doing pretty good here, especially the part where he's like, you know, he's like yelling up to the heavens, someone wake me, please. I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, he, I, I guess if you act like, I guess he's doing good acting when he's lit, lit on fire. He's acting mm. like someone that's lit on fire. Yeah. Which I feel like is harder than it seems. Oh no! Let's light you on fire and have you act out a scene. Oh yeah, okay. That, Jake. You're acting like you're a little yeah. fire. Oh yeah, okay, Jake. Hey. Meanwhile, hey, hey. 
I. Yeah, I know. That's he a was deep asked. reference. No one needs to know. I know. But you know. Meanwhile, the nice police officer whose name I realize I never learned throughout this whole movie. Yeah, but it's like in a fuckload of movies and shows. Yeah. It's like a B-roll character. I know, but I have no idea who he is. I know him, but I don't know who he is. Bro, you think this like movie had like a budget on actual actors? Enough to get Robert England. Well, How then expensive is Robert England? I mean, he's Freddy Krueger. I don't know. So... Um, I'm actually curious. He, what movies have Robert England done? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Damn. Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Nightmare Damn. on Elm Street Three, Dream Warriors with Dawkins. Yeah, I was about to say, where the fuck's my phone? I'm like, oh yeah, you know the one that has like fucking tap proof on the fucking screen right now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so po- he's trying to talk to the police chief. Like, hey, I've been studying like these kills, and I think we have a. And the chief's like, yeah, no, we got this under control. And then. The other guy comes in. They've set up a barricade, curfew for anyone under 18, no one in or out. And then what's his name? Um, nice, uh, nice policeman's like, what? No, I think this is a copycat killer of Jason Voorhees. And he's like, damn it, you will fall in line. You, you're, you're hey. from around here. You're going to fall in line or I don't know. Says, I'll lock you in a cell. Basically, the police chief is goes like, all right, we're, we're doing a lot right now. And then like, hey, I think there might be a copycat killer of a different killer going on right now. And he's like, hey, new guy, can you? I'm sorry. I get it. You're new. Can you just do new guy things? <laughs> do new guy things. Can you just kind of fuck off? You're not making the situation better. You know what? I'm going to tell you what, what's going to make the situation better. Don't do your job. How about you go do something else? But so, no, I think it's a different game. All right, guy, I, I will fucking arrest you. How about you shut up? We were talking about wish whiplash earlier, right? So he was like, he was like, new guy, you will fall in line or I will fuck you like a pig. I will fuck you like a pig. So I'm sorry, mom. So now Kia. Yo, uh, has your mom watched whiplash? No. Have you showed? Are you? You should totally show your mom Whiplash. She might actually. She might. I think. I think her and dad would like it. Yo, honestly. yo, dude. How about like you should have like a freaking. Par- yo, you. I'll sell it to my dad. I'll sell it to my dad. Like, hey, dad, this is Joker with drums. <laughs> well, but did your dad like Joker a lot? Oh yeah, he thought Joker was sick, and I'm like, yeah, Joker's sick. I have not watched Joker. Joker's sick. <laughs> uh, but how's it compared to Whiplash? Uh, well, they're two. I was just saying that to mess with my dad. But I mean, they're both like similar in the sense that they're R-rated psychological dramas. I'm just saying, you should have a parent-son evening. How about you order some pizzas and kick back and watch Whiplash? You know, I'll be there too. If you need help eating those pizzas, I will. I can. I can. Oh, okay, I can. Yeah. I, I, I bet can, you want help. I can those actually pizzas. arrive. I can arrive. All right. You suddenly, suddenly, you won't mind Domino's all that much. I'm just saying. All right. So, um, so now, uh, Kia, Lori, and Miles Teller, and now Jason Mewes, who previously was not important to this movie. Yeah, he's just kind of here now. Yeah, he's sitting there. He was like, in the van with them when they left, but it's like, I think he was in the scene hey, passing out flyers, but he didn't have a scene after that. What are we talking about? He was sitting there with his fat homie got killed. Well, yeah, but but besides that, you know, he was he didn't have an established hey, prior relationship hey, with you them. You know what? He's another traumatized victim like the rest of them. I guess that's I'm true. I'm just saying. They have a... a you know, they have a common relation. They were there when, like, our big man, Jason Voorhees, was just stabbing a bunch of people. You know, that's... While on fire. I, I would think that would create a bond. 
I'm just saying, if you were there with, if you survive watching some big dude on fire stabbing people, like to death, ten years later, it's like, dude, remember when that guy? We saw that guy kill I'm that saying, guy. You, you, like, got, you might, you might form like a good like weekend friendship. I'm just saying. <laughs> weekend. So they're all sitting there, and um, son, so. <laughs> So they're talking about like Freddy Krueger and Miles and uh, and Miles like, hey man, this Freddy Krueger guy. I mean, whatever this dream guy. No, we need to worry about this about the guy in the hockey mask. And then yeah, hockey mask man's actually doing work. And then, who the fuck has Freddy killed in this movie? And then good guy cop, fucking no one. And then nice guy cop comes in. He goes, his name is Jason Voorhees. And I'm like, what the fuck? How'd you get here? Hey, whoa, whoa hey. Officer. It was funny because officer, I'm smoking cigarettes. This is not a marijuana. This is not a marijuana. <laughs> cigarette joint All right. like how'd you find a scene's like well the scooby-doo van out front wasn't exactly subtle and you left your keys in the door but Susan, Whoops. How, actually technically how the fuck did he find them no yeah no that uh, yeah. well not, i guess he drived around he was and in for contact them. with Lori, so he's going like all right where the fuck's Lori? and i'm sure Lori's dad goes like oh he's the fuck off of will in the fucking sketch fucking sex van most likely having underage sex the sketch van it was funny too because they were literally talking to me. He like walks out of the shadows, going like, "His name is Jason Voorhees." Yeah, we're dealing with two killers. Well, actually, one guy's actually killing something. The other guy's just some fucking little bitch. And then here they decide the movie then decides to start. They they now they start talking the plot. Basically, they're like Jason night in 1957, drowned in Crystal Lake. His mom died, came back, and killed. That's the legend. And then, you know, they'll and proceed. And after they stopped his mom, then he came back from the lake and started killing yeah. people. And then Will proceeds to correctly deduce the entire plot in the movie. He literally says, quote, what if Freddy brought Jason back to kill people, make us think it was him, and now Freddy can't control him? I'm like, wow. This movie really wants to get to the end. <laughs> There's a lot to hate. Well, how the fuck else? Here, this is where music, a movie star be like, ooh, just go to help it in the plot. And it's like, ooh, who cares? We know enough. Here's my thing about those like overly critical podcasts. You have to know what you're going into. If you want to take that critical eye to like literally the first movie of any franchise, sure. But by the second, third, and fucking in the case of Freddy and Jason, fifth and eighth movie, it's like I feel like it's redundant to be to be overly critical about hey. those movies. Like, oh, this the eighth Friday the thirteenth movie had such bad acting. Like, yeah, it's the eighth Friday the thirteenth movie. <laughs> Either way, I could say at this point where we're just going like, damn, Will, that's a pretty big bang moon. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like, seriously, like, why would Freddy? Well, I guess he could raise him. But yeah, but like, isn't like Crystal Lake in New Jersey? And aren't we in Illinois right now? That's kind of a long track. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then but hell does have no bounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then Miles Teller tells Kia to... Oh, I'm to saying Jason Voorhees, he looks like he can, like... He doesn't look like he doesn't have to really eat. Like, uh, he he might be on that Forrest Gump, like, like on the spectrum. And then, he might be able... <laughs> like, I would say, he, he might just... I'm like... He could just walk with, like, no thought. And then Miles Teller tells... I'm saying, like, I would feel like he could make New Jersey to Springfield in, like, a week. <laughs> no i swear to god you wait for me to talk and then you jump in i swear you do that sometimes i'm done i'm, I'm done so, 
They're talking. They're explaining. I'll fuck with you in the next couple scenes. They're they're explaining the plot and lore. You guys, they're explaining it super good. And then and then there's a part where Lori's like, "Wait a minute, Freddie died by fire. Jason by water. Can we use that?" But they're all kind of like ignoring her. And then they're mm. and then I think Miles Teller is the one where it's like, maybe we should offer Freddie some kind. No, no, good guy cop is like, maybe we should offer Freddie some kind of sacrifice. And Jason means like, yeah, like a virgin or something. And you know, and, and Miles, um, hey. and then Miles Teller looks at everyone and he's like, hey man, don't look at me. It hey still man. counts if I pay for it. Hey man, it still counts if I pay for it. All right, I'm a wise guy, jazz guy. I made some money on like last week's gig. Fuck you. And then Kia says. Don't worry, guys. We all know who the real virgin is here. Yeah, look at you, Lori. You like you've never been dicked down ever in your life. And she literally goes, "Come on, we know you never went all the way with Will. Why would he? When he can fuck someone like me? Yeah, a fucking <laughs> Will. Yeah, who's d- been like a nice guy the whole yo, a movie? Destiny child that isn't Beyonce. Secretly, whoever the fuck you are, Lori. And I'm then done. Will literally like turns around, looks at Lori smirks looks back at the group and goes let's tie the bitch up <laughs> and then I, I think miles teller no no no. i think it's the uh, jason muse breaks out this random thing of duct tape like a, i'm like what the fuck is this but then Lori's dad comes out of nowhere and he's like don't worry baby you give you still got me now give daddy a kiss and he tries to shove his tongue down it's it's fuck it's freddy you dude guys. yeah she fell asleep guys she kind of like failed at like staying awake, and now she's getting harassed by Freddy. Freddy is like, you know, now decided to be her dad, and it's like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna recreate like one of those incest Pornhub videos I watch. I don't know if it was obvious that that was Freddy, but it was Freddy. It was kind of obvious it was Freddy. But then she, way, she's freaking out. She actually grabs his ear. Yeah, grabs him by the ear, and then she wakes up, and then uh, still has his ear in the, into the real world. Which, honestly, I guess those fucking rules play later into the movie. Now, question. Mm-hmm. Now, we'll worry about later in the movie. Okay. So, then they're... Um, so, they figure out eventually after some dialogue, um, they're like, hey, you know that drug we were taking at the asylum? It's called hypnosil. It's for... we. This is where they learn what we learned earlier. It's for the suppression of dreams. It's an experimental drug. It's an drug. experimental drug that suppresses your dreams. Not FDA approved. Not FDA approved. So, it's a little sketchy, but... Freddy's kind of sketchy, so, you know, I think we could bend the rules a little bit. Uh, you know what? Freddy Krueger is kind of sketchy. Just say. He's a little sketchy there. So then so then after that, so then they're like, well, shit. They're like, we need to try to, uh, we, they, they basically decide they need to get some of that. So they look at Will, and they're, and they're just like, hey, Will, could you get us back into Weston Hills? And then literally, they ask that question. <sighs> and then Will's cut, like, fuck. I and go back there? Damn it. The scene cuts. They're in the they're in Weston Hills, and they quickly establish that Jason's there with them. Yeah, dude, dude, our main man Jason, he's been just chilling. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing in here? Breaking and entering? <sighs> I guess I gotta kill some youngsters now." Being told, like, here's the thing: you guys weren't doing any underage sex, you weren't doing any partying or drinking. You've been good heads, but now you like snuck into the Santa Town with steal drugs. I guess I gotta kill you. <laughs> so now they're trying to find the 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 hypnosis. So they're all splitting up like cop and Miles Teller and Stoller home. Oh yeah, the cops room. here. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, but then Jason Muse, he wants to take a wee break and he does he's, so. Yeah, he's sitting there he's like, "Hey guys, I'm losing my buzz. 
hey, can I just take a moment and smoke a J? And he's like, yo, you're not gonna fucking sit there and smoke a fucking J. <laughs> he's like, fuck you guys. And then, well, fuck you. We're going to continue the hunt. And then uh, Lori, Kia, and Will come across this room, this big room with a bunch of people in a coma. And you're like, why are they in a coma? Oh, I guess they overdosed on having too much hypnosil. Yeah, because these were people that still kept dreaming. Uh, the drug didn't work on them, basically. They kept on dreaming. Oh, hey, look. All these people are being supervised by your dad, Lori. Crazy. More plot. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of plot. And um, oh my god, this Who, is actually the last that any of this comes up. Like they learn that Lori's dad's on the name of the bottom of all those sheets, but it literally doesn't. It's literally just to tie up a plot. It's point. all of this big plot point of this huge conspiracy on trying to stop Freddy from killing people in people's dreams. Yeah, but fucking Mark fucked it up. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Mark. So then, well, and one of Freddy the sh- was successful in getting our main man Jay Voorhees, yo Jay Voorhees, rolling up and slaughtering some t- heads. Jay Voorhees. So Jay Voorhees. So then, uh, in one of the stranger moments in this film, Jason Muse is getting high, and then yeah, dude, like usual, he's sitting there, he's smoking a doobie, he's vibing. Then we get a fucking random caterpillar, and he's like, "Uh oh, uh oh, spaghettios, I'm about to get fucked." But then the caterpillar whips out a fucking hookah and he's like, yo, want to take a hit? And he's like, fuck, dude. I didn't know you were fucking down like that. Hell yeah. It's like that meme. It's like the meme with the fucking homie with the Tesla. I was like, hey, buddy, you can't park here. And then the homie rolls down the window, gives him the shock. I was like, fuck, I didn't know you were down like that. Fuck, man. Yeah, dude. Chill. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can find that meme. Where the fuck I put my phone? Uh, where, right, look, I found it. Look, for, look for the tap root. So then, uh, okay, so then he follows him into a room, the caterpillar, the caterpillar, wor- Freddy Krueger caterpillar worm thing yeah. into a room. It's a, uh, it's a room with all the drugs and basically, and in that room though, he sees a, uh, this is actually a pretty creepy visual. All the coma people are sitting upright in their beds. They've got these like, uh, they usually, they had like tubes in their mouths and like cotton swabs or whatever over their eyes. And they're all basically telling him to throw away the the, the hypnocillin. He's like, no, I can't do that. We need that. The freaking caterpillar then borrows its way into his mouth. And now Freddy Krueger's possessing him. Yeah, dude. It just stri- He's possessed our main man, Jason Mewes. But uh, I found it. I found it. Check it. So remember I was referencing? He was sitting there going like, hey, yo, hookah caterpillar. Tell me what's good. Rolls up. I want you to dump the hypnocell. I'll hook you up with more stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know, but check it. This dude in his damn Tesla. Yo, bro, you can't park here. Seriously, you got to skedaddle. You want me to call? I didn't realize you were chill like that. All right, you're good. <laughs> that dude was so sick. That dude was so sick. Damn t- that was basically our main man, Jason Muse, was fucking like... With, with the caterpillar. Yeah, with, with the caterpillar. He's like, hey, dude, you can't be parking your Tesla right there. Damn, I didn't know you were that chill. Hell yeah. It's like, damn, of all the things dude. in this movie are Alice in Wonderland reference to Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Damn, dude. You so chill? Yo, Freddy Krueger's so chill? Yeah, dude, you can possess my body? Fuck yeah. And if Freddy Krueger possesses Jason Mew's body. Yeah, he throws out all the hypnocill and uh, and then after that's done, he loads these big ass syringes with NyQuil. Oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> yeah, Jason... NyQuil. Oh yeah, by the... Yeah, NyQuil. Yeah, by the way, Jason breaks down the door. Oh, yeah, dude, our main man Jay Voorhees is rolling in. 
He killed a security guard. That was a bummer. Yeah, because he shot at him. He's yeah. like, bro, Jason, why'd you shoot at me? Jason Voorhees. Now you got to die. Jason Voorhees isn't about that police brutality. Dude, Jason Voorhees is a very reactive person. <laughs> That's true. Hey, don't be a delinquent and don't shoot at him and you won't get fucked up. That's true, yeah. Also, Simple as that. Also, maybe just don't go to Crystal Lake in Jersey. Maybe just don't do that. Yeah, maybe just don't, maybe don't be a, don't work at Crystal Lake. Wait, did he slaughter actual children that was like in the camp? I no, that was um, that was in sleepaway camp. That's well, that's sleepaway camp. I'm talking about fucking our main man Jay Voorhees. As far as I know, he didn't. As far as I know, I don't think he slaughtered any kids. No, he just fucked it. He just fucking just the twenty year old teenagers. Yeah, just the fucking delinquents. Yeah, being just all like horny shitheads. Yeah, so- I'm saying. Other than that. If you're just chill, you avoid. He roll up, he go like, "Hey, bro, you can't park a Tesla here like that." He's like, "Damn, I didn't know you're chill." All right. <laughs> so yeah, so they're trying to escape, and then uh, Freddie and, and Jason's body, Muse's body, uh, he's got the Nyquil, and they're like, "Come on, we got to I, 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 oh, I remember now. the guy's name was Freeberg. It's like Freebird. All right, cool. But there's like we gotta go, and he and, and there's this was funny. I this think is like no, I got this big bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and then he runs up to Jason, stabs him with the things, but and then Jason goes to sleep. Not before he cleaves Jason Mews in half. So thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks for coming. Hey, still saw a character. Yeah. Either way, and then our main man Jay Voorhees asleeps, and then we have our first actual fight between the two. Yeah, with twenty minutes left in the movie, ish. Damn, it took us like a good like hours to them to actually get fighting. Yeah, it's kind of neat though. I mean, they're in a nightmare realm, and then you know it's all red, and they're in like a boiler room. Hey, yo, dude, you want like hear- a mankind fight? Yeah, dude, a mankind fight. Yo, was like, was fucking Freddy Krueger all jumping around all crazy? Yeah, he did that. But there's a part where he jumps down to fight Jason, and then he like kicks him, but like Jason like goes flying back into a thing, and then he uses like evil dream telekinesis to like fuck with him. Yeah, and like no matter anyway, because yeah. he's like trying to like slice and kill him, and he's like, "Son of a bitch, why won't you die?" And it's like, dude, Jay War, he's kind of a fucking unit. There's a there's a funny part where where he at the start of the fight he like leaps off a tall thing, and Jason like slices right, and his arm goes off, and he's like, ah, not my arm. Oh, not my arm. Then he cuts off the other arm, but then it's like, haha, dream world, bitch, and he like hey, piccolos himself. Hey, you want to know something crazy? I'm totally interrupting. Hold on, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put on like. What are you doing? Put on some. So We're I learned so a, close to the end. So of the I, movie. I learned an interesting fact. You know who was the stunt double for uh, our main man Freddy Krueger? Uh, no, who? Dude, it's our boy, Oscar. Oscar Gutierrez. You're kidding? Yeah, dude. Ray Mysterio was the stunt double for Freddy. What? Yeah, dude. Look it up right now. That's right. You're on your phone. Look up the cast. You're gonna see it. And you'll think about it too. Think about the posing. It's not in his filmography. You look up the cast. I'm just saying. He was just a chill stunt double. I'm just saying. Our main man Oscar Gutierrez. Out here killing teenagers. Actually, no, he's only fighting our absolute unit shape for he's. Basically, how they were fighting is just ba- is like Big Show versus Rey Mysterio. Just saying. When Rey Mysterio is actually winning, not actually getting the shit kicked out of him. I'm just saying. Holy shit. 
Professional wrestler Oscar Gutierrez was England's stunt double for a scene in the boiler room lair. Damn. You need a moment? That's nuts. Yeah, I know. Crazy. So, um, shit. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> Are you going to able to continue? Well, either way, they're fighting. And there's a point where it's like Freddy Krueger was like, how the hell am I going to deal with this man? And he like accidentally cuts a water pipe in the dream world. And then he finds out, oh, hey, big man's scared of water. Like, dude, if you put a Fiji water bottle in front of him, it's like a fucking vampire with like a freaking cross. He just gets repelled away. Either way, he starts fucking throwing water all over the place. And then we see a young little Jay Voorhees, very scared little child. The basic form of his main of his mentality. Maybe the reason why he's a murderer. So I got on the Destiny's Child Wikipedia pages, and I'm looking at her Wikipedia page. This this was her first movie, and she peaked. <laughs> Everything. Some of her movies don't have a Wikipedia page. Sick. Um, and then I mean, her most recent movie was last year, The Curse of Bridge. What? Ho- the Curse of Bridge Hollow, a 2022 supernatural comedy horror directed by Jeff Wadlow from a screenplay by Todd Berger starring Marlon Wayans. Wild. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Jason's traumatized, you guys. And our he's cat- been traumatized. Maybe he's yeah. been traumatized since ever. Maybe that's the reason see, why a lot see- of killers are their killers. Yeah. They were traumatized at a young age. Well, well, Freddie and Michael weren't traumatized. How do you um, know? Because they've had like twelve movies, and every time well, they we went, never got. Wait, wait, has there been a movie in sight and in like into their childhood? The closest with Halloween was when they were doing Halloween like six or something, where they tried to talk about how like, oh, Michael was actually the product child of this cult, and he has the curse of the thorn yeah, that was, drives him. Be- tra- yeah, he was traumatized. As a yeah, child. but that's Boom. not even canon. Fact. That's not even canon. Boom. To, like, that's not even canon to like two of the timelines. Hey, yo, sorry. You got a factoid. That's one movie. <laughs> one movie enough. <laughs> Freddy Krueger was a child molester. Who gives a shit if he had a sad past? Hey, I'm sure he got molested as a child, too. They sure. never brought it up. Ah, come on. This is this is how it always starts. Anyway, our heroes get the idea. Hey, come to think of it, it must have been a hop, skip, and jump because literally they throw Jason into the back of their van and they're like, and then and then Will, okay, it doesn't go like this, but Will's basically like, Lori, why are we driving all the way to Jersey to yeah, Crystal I, I Lake? Know, literally, it's like, why are we driving all the way to Crystal Lake? I don't know. There's some special Lori, significance. Lori's idea is- I don't know. He hates Crystal Lake. Throw him in Crystal Lake. He's just going to just say, no, Paul, fuck this. Lori's logic is best case scenario if Jason wins, then he's already at Crystal Lake. He doesn't have to kill anyone. He could just exist there. But then yeah, Kia's, and then Kia's like, yeah, like, let's just take him home. Yeah. He can just like go to bed. He can just enjoy. And then Kia's like, well, he's what about... a long trip in Springfield, all right? But then Kia's like, well, what about Freddy? What if he wins? And then, uh, and then Lori's just like, well, at least Jason has home field advantage. I'm like, that's not an answer. You know what? I think the boo, it kind of, we're kind of just going, we're winging it. They're winging it. The movie's winging it. We're winging it on the review right now. I'm just saying. So now that J- so now that Freddie knows that Jason has trauma, now instead of killing him, he's trying to fuck with him. So now he's torturing Jason by making him relive memories of his past. Oh, and by the way, Lori has the idea. She is going to get put under 
with by the NyQuil so that she can go into the dream world and then so she can bring back Jason Voorhees, not Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I guess because if you can ma- if you can physically hold on to him and you physically wake up, you can physically bring him into the real, real world. Did that happen in any of the other Nightmare I was movies? really trying to think about that. I thought it happened as early as the first one. Well, no, it was either the first or second one, because in the second movie, he does come out into the real world, but he had, like, a proxy to do that, I thought. Because he, like, he, like, I forget exactly what he did, but he, like, he, like, used someone as a way to get back. But it, it's happened before. Not quite like that, though. So well, we know he's like, like he can be, he can pull up a Zuzu and fucking possess someone. Yeah, he possessed our main man Jason Mewes. So, yeah. So then, so then Lori gets in the dream world, and she, okay, this seems kind of funny. She sees, um, she sees little Jason Voorhees getting harassed and bullied. That's not the funny part. The funny part is she goes up to these counselors and she's like, hey, are you guys going to help the kid? This one couple ignores him, but then there's this dude and this gal on the porch. Yeah, like, they were totally boning, you guys. Yeah, they were totally boning. And she's like... You guys. Yeah, you guys. And then he's and then he's like, can't you see I'm busy here? And she's like, you mean... For some reason, they play it in like semi-slow motion. You mean you're not coming? And then the guy, and then the guy turns around. It's Freddy. The woman he was with is now very clearly just a mannequin of a naked woman, and he's like, "It's not my fault that this girl, that this woman's, that this that this bitch is dead on her feet." <laughs> I'm just like, Haha, "You're a funny man, Freddy." So then, hey, a question: Was there in like the Friday the Thirteenth movies? Was there any plot on um? Or main man Jay Vore, he's he got bullied and drowned in the water. That is actually part of his backstory. That's in the first movie. All right, so we for sure know about this. That is actually part and of his backstory. And we actually get a reenactment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we ever gotten a reenactment in any other movies? Uh only in little only only bits and pieces. Not like this is actually the closest if I remember right, this is actually the closest to like a full on enactment of that scene that 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 Laurie's there for. Either, so. either way, I guess then Laurie tries to like save her like little man Jay Voorhees. Well he remember he didn't start killing people until uh, until his mom died, so yeah. you know. It, it, he probably just would have been docile. But anyway, so oh, dude, he's just a good mama's boy. All right, I'm just saying. He, he yeah, I'm just no, saying he's because Norman, Lori, he's Norman Bates hey, in a hockey. Because like Lori is like, you know, I was like, no, I will save Jason Voorhees. She's a little man. Oh my god, you're fucking ugly. You, yeah, she does that. I'm yeah, like, what the gonna, fuck, Lori? She's like, oh my god, you're so gross and scary. And it's like, oh shit, I'm letting this little man drown. I should like help out. And then you got a freaking good like Freddie going nah. Yeah, he goes right, nah. take it over. Yeah, he goes nah nah. Um, but then she, she grabs hold of him and she's like, all right, wake me up. Cause like, she was like, wake me up in 15 minutes. They're trying to wake her up, but they inject a fucking NyQuil in her veins. She's not waking up when they like shake her and like yeah, mildly tap her. I'm just saying, if you ever hit a good NyQuil when you're fucked, you, you're pretty like knocked out. I've never used a sleeping aid like that. And I've always wondered if I should try, but anyway, so yeah, so now that they're... Oh, and by the way, we are, like, speed running through this. Not because we're short on time, but no, because the movie is speed running through it. Because yeah, I know, the movie's pretty short on time. Jake, Jake, Jason, not not Jake, Jason uh, at one point, like, wakes Jake up. Voorhees. Yeah, Jake Voorhees. But uh, at one point... Mr. Hotter Knock. 
Mr. Hot or not, about to kill your good host, <laughs> James and Ed, after <laughs> giving, no, his, knowing, knowing giving him. Mrs. Hot or not a knot for her track. Knowing him, he'd probably have a machete with well, his guys, own. Well, guys, it's been a good show. Knowing him, he'd probably have a machete with his own face on it. So, uh, Jason wakes up and crashes the car. He gets flung out of the van. And literally, I'm not making this up. After it flash cuts to... Lori dealing with Freddie in the dream world. It literally cuts to Miles Teller and pretty boy Will, you know, being like, oh, God, what the fuck are we do? Why, why can't we wake her up? And then he's like, guys, guys, look, they're right in front of a sign that says, hey, welcome to Camp Crystal Lake. Yo, dude, that trip to Jersey. Damn, they made that shit in like under 24 hours. Crazy. They made it in like tw- under 24 minutes. It sounds like so. <laughs> <laughs> So then, so then, um, yeah. So then they 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 take in Lori into like what I assume is like a counselor's cabin, and again they're just trying to wake her up. But then they got a problem because Jason Jason doesn't take kindly to people being on Crystal Lake, so he knows. Okay, wait, wait. Why does he beef with people on being Chris on Crystal Lake? I don't know. He just that that part he just does. Yeah, what, why does he have to beef, though? They're not porking. They're not doing anything. He doesn't like... They're actually trying to be helpful. Well, so a couple, so some of the movies, they try to be like, oh, Camp Crystal Lake is cursed. Then they're like, oh, no, Jason's what, the curse of Crystal Lake. This movie is just straight up like, listen, it, this movie's basically like, it's an area of significance for him. He doesn't like it when people are there. And if he's there, he won't leave to kill people. They never actually specify if he'll stop killing. They just say, oh, if he's here, he won't go out and kill people, which is, for the most part, true. That's why every Friday the 13th is that Cat Crystal Lake. You know, that's why for the eighth one, they were like, okay, guys, we really, it'd be stupid if we did another Crystal Lake. We've done this seven times. That's why they're, even then, though, they started. Like, All right, we're going to go to New York. Even still, I mean, the, the, not the whole movie doesn't take place at Crystal Lake. Like the fourth one, the, half of it doesn't even take place at Crystal Lake, but it's just a thing that happens. And then we go to space one time. Because <laughs> fuck it. Camp Crystal Space. Yeah. All right. Are we at the fucking final showdown? Basically. So, so Lori's being yeah, harassed. Man, yeah, dude, Lori's harassed, but then she eventually wakes the fuck up. Wait, am I jumping ahead? Kind of. So she's in the yeah. house getting chased by Freddy and, you know, he, he's, dream house, dream house. Yeah, dream house. He says the iconic lines like, welcome to my world, bitch. Welcome to my world, bitch. You know, he's threatening to get it with the claws and stuff. Jason tries to attack. Uh, the what's left of our surviving cast. Yeah. And they get his machete stuck in like a table. And like, even though they need him to try to kill Freddy, Miles Teller and uh, Destiny's Child still try to attack yeah. him. Well, he, he literally tries to defend themselves. Like, Jay Voorhees is being a little aggro. Bro. True, but he's not leaving the machete. So it's like, just take that opportunity to run. But then he like backhands Miles Teller into a wall so hard that he somehow stabs himself on something yeah, he has to have himself on the freaking on like the coat hanger oh, okay let's just call it a coat hanger but then but then forget all that the best part of the like movie a shelf frame yeah like shelf yeah frame. but then the best part of the movie freaking Lori as will's trying to drag her away her arm accidentally dangles in some fire which like ouch ouch but, yeah i know <laughs> but that like the, the like her burning her hand wakes her up uh, wakes her up it's like who put my hand on the fucking stove and she grabbed and she grabbed her main man Freddy with her, and he's yeah. like, 
Oh, hey, Freddy's in the real world. And then Freddy's like, oh, my God, this I guess, part is I guess, so great. I guess that I'm like, sitting there's like, is that just the rules? <laughs> That's why I asked. I'm like, did this ever happen in the other movies where they're just like, yeah, let's just bring Freddy to the actual real world and we'll just gun him down or some shit. And then it's Take like him in the dick. Come on. Your rules don't your 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 nightmare rules don't apply in the real world. Well, bitch. I think they tried to do that, but then they were but then but because they did that and they killed him in the real world. Yeah, and, but he's and I think got, the but second dude, he's one. Like, oh, but he has like the fighting abilities of Rey Mysterio, so it's like <laughs> dang. It's like they try to shoot him, but he like homie's able to dodge and six one nine. He just he 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 just he, yeah he just six one nines around the bullets. Yeah, I'm just saying, dude. He's able dude. To- I would love if a slasher villain killed someone with a Spanish fly. So yeah, fucking. But anyway, this is the best part of the movie because he goes, "Die, you little." Bitch. The, the whole place is on fire. Yeah, it got set on fire at some fire. point. But then Jason flips over the table. And the new metal starts playing like, Dana, yeah, Dana. And then Robert England sells the moment so good. He's it's got like, the. Oh, son of a bitch. He has the. Oh, son of a bitch. You can, you can hear him breathing. Oh, son of a bitch. He has the most the best oh shit expression on his face and suddenly the last hour yeah, dude, of mediocrity was worth it yeah dude you know like the main reason for the movie and people wanted to come out was to actually like see this part right here of them actually fighting i'm just saying so yeah tell me about how this fight goes down was <laughs> this wasn't used in that movie well too bad you referenced it Okay, so then, so Jason tries to swing at Freddy. Freddy dodges, hits Jason with an elbow, and then uh, Jason tries to swipe at him again. While sick new metal is playing in the background. And then the the machete gets stuck in the floor. Freddy laughs, tries to kick Jason in the balls. Yeah, it hits a 619. But then Jason grabs his leg. Fire Karana. Then Jason grabs his leg, though, because he doesn't feel it. He no sells the ball, the ball shot. He chucks Freddy, who goes arms filleting into like some construction zone. No, no, no. They're still in the house. And then, they're still in the house? Yeah, yeah. But then Freddy, uh, Jason grabs Freddy by one hand, slams him into the window, and then drags him across the whole plane. And then he chucks him into the roof of a house. It's so sick. Miles Teller sadly passes away. Yeah, yeah. You just see Miles Teller in Destiny's Child. It's like, they, they, hey, they started out beefing on musical differences. But then they end up going like, Miles Teller's like, just give me a moment to rest. Go find some help. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good. Are you sure you're not looking too hot? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Destiny's Child runs away, and then Miles Teller's dead. That's gonna end of Miles Teller, and then Freddie catches. It's just like how Whiplash it just kind of just happens. It just ends. Actually, yeah, that movie really that movie ends on like the sickest drum solo ever recorded on film. Um, so then Freddie catches up to Will and Laurie, and but then Kia like tries to distract Freddie to get away in what is probably the most not aged that well scene in the whole movie. Because first off, it starts with Freddy uh, going like, "How sweet, how sweet, dark meat." Yeah, dark meat. And it's like, like okay, mm. okay. And then, and then Destiny's He's Child. Like, he, I'll be sitting there, I was like, "Wait, did you meet earlier?" Actually, thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like this is the first time meeting. He's like, "Hey, hey, look, it's not Beyonce. Ah, Destiny's Child's still Destiny's Child." So then. 
she cuts a promo on Freddie. She calls him a uh, slur in a Christmas sweater. Yeah. And she's like, "What's with the butter knives? You trying to you trying to you trying to compensate for something? You know, Jason's got this big old thing. You got these little things. And at that point, Freddie, yeah, he's like, yeah, you got like you got like these dinky little knives, dude. At least Jason, he got a big machete. Yo, Jay Voorhees, what are you compensating over there? And Freddie points behind her. Jason's there, and he's like, "Excuse me." And he swings. Hey, you know, I'm beefing with this man, so excuse me. Yeah, he swings the machete at her, and then she slams against the tree and dies. Yeah. Like literally, she's like standing somewhere. He hits her with the machete. She goes flying. Yeah. Just ragdolls. And then Freddie and uh Freddie and Jason start fighting again. Again. Let the party So then Damn, uh, no, I'm not, no, I'm not no, I'm not saying you have to play it. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm just saying, so continuing on with the fight. So that so there's just a lot of fun choreography here, okay? And yeah, at like, this point, poor man's death metal, it sounded like, was playing in the background. Hey, you and it? I don't know, there's just fun choreography. Like I said, like like Freddy's like doing high like high kicks and knees. So basically doing Rey Mysterio's moveset in, two, in part, Raw, Raw versus SmackDown 2006. There's literally a part where Freddy like kind of scales jason and drops an elbow on his head and it's funny that we're talking about this because i wrote here in my notes unironically it's like watching ray mysterio trying to fight braun Strowman. basically so now they're in like a and they're in like a construction site this whole time and then there's a part where jason throws freddie on the pile of these canisters and freddie learns that if he slices the top of the with these knives They'll go flying because of air release, and they end up hitting Jason. Like, I'm not going to recap the whole fight, but it's really sick. Yeah. Are there any highlights of the fight that stand out to you? Well, obviously, when he hits the fucking, like, those, like, freaking, like, canisters or whatever fucking, like... Air? Air. Mandatory. Pro Perry? Oh, no. They, they, he tried to throw, like, some fucking, like, minecart on him. Yeah, he well, he, he threw these, like, pipes on him, and then he, like, tried to hit him with this thing, and then he was going to... He, like, threw, like, a bunch of rebar. They were just stabbing through. They were holding Jason in place. A lot of blood. Was there a point when Lori came in to stop Ray from killing Braun Strowman? That was... That was that was after they're on the pier, which yeah. So so Freddie somehow falls, but like then like I don't know I don't know how this happens, but a minecart hits both of them. That's not the part I don't understand. Wherever this minecart construction site was, the minecart hit Jason and Freddie so hard they flew all the way from the construction site onto the pier. They actually yeah, the they pier. actually overshot Will and Will and Lori. Yeah, they just kind of flew over to the pier out of convenience. Same pier we saw the chick with the boobs in the beginning of the movie just saying freddy versus jason place your bets that's how she says it oh my god you know Lori's actress got a lot of shit and like there's only two times i think like there's two modes she gets into where i think we're close the one is like when she starts talking all like sad and quiet because literally like that line i read earlier where she's like i know we were only 14 but all we had was special oh my and then here at the end when she puts on the the I hate Freddy voice, she's literally like, she killed my mother. Uh, what was it? Uh, she, like, she killed my mother, Will. I'm not leaving until he dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We found out that, like, yeah, Freddy was actually tormenting her mother. Oh, that- yeah. By the way, his her dad didn't kill him, her mom. Well, 
He did. Well, it looked like it to cover it up, I think. Well, no, because they said Freddie killed her mom. No, Freddie was fucking with her mom. But to, like, stop Freddie, he killed He killed her mom. So. Oh, I guess I missed that. I, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, I got well, something else. Either way, we're at the final part of the Yeah, pier. yeah, yeah. They're kicking each other's ass. Yeah, you know, Ray Mysterio, Braun Strowman, you know, round number three. They, like, eventually they light the pier on fire. Freddie doesn't like fire. Yeah. Jason doesn't like water. Yeah. Eventually. There's a part where J- where Freddie slices off Jason's fingers. Yeah. Basically, you know, his machete hand. Yeah. And then he, like, kicks him in the water, I think. Yeah. And then, like, he's just in the water. And since, like, you know, Jason doesn't like water, he's just like, whoa, I'm kind of done now. Good night. Before that, Jason rips off one of Freddy, uh, Freddie's claw arm. Yeah. He ripped off his, like, arm. So I guess now like free Ray Mysterio is kind of defenseless, and then Lori rolls and, well, up. Well, then they blow. Well, because then they blow up the pier, and they both get shot into the water. Yeah. Then while Will and Lori are recovering, well, they like threw they blew up the pier, but the pier was still in contact after the big explosion. Yeah, actually, actually, yeah, that's a good point. What the fuck? Well, yeah, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> That's that boomer plywood that our yeah. that, that our dads used to build shit. I'm just saying things were built different like back then. They actually were. That's American made. Yeah, that bro. is American made. American males. So then, um, so then while Will and Lori are recovering, we hear heavy footsteps. We see the machete, but it's fucking Freddy. It's like, oh, so it's like, oh, well, it's funny because they got launched in the water. And I'm like, and I remember the first time I watched that, I was like, oh, okay, so they both lose, whatever. But then Freddy is going to go to kill her. But then, whoopha! Jason comes up from the water, shoves Freddy's claw hand through the back of uh, Freddy's chest, and he flops yeah, dude, epically sta- in the yeah, water. Yeah, just stabs Rey Mysterio in the heart with Freddy's like friggin' like knife fingers. And then Lori grabs the machete. Freddy's on his knees, and she's like, <clears throat> "Welcome to my world, bitch!" Whoopha! Slices off the head. So then, the first time I saw that, I was like, "Okay, so they both lost." But it could be debated that Freddie lost a little harder, a little bit. But at the same time, Jason needed assistance to beat Freddie, who's like smaller than him. So they still both. It's Ray fucking Mysterio. This is 2003 Ray Mysterio. That's true. This is before his knees died. Yeah. Which that's fucking crazy because because I remember going through the old- Actually, this might be 2002, if anything. 2002 to 2004. Now, I'll say 2007 Ray Mysterio was out of this world. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy because I remember hearing, I remember reading retroactively, like like the Observer guys through the WCW uh, uh, Monday Night Wars thing and like some other reports and stuff. They're talking about how in like '99 and 2000, like oh yeah, Rey Mysterio's knees are pretty bad. I'm like, I'm like how? But anyway, yeah. So then, yeah, they're both dead, and then we cut to the next morning. Maybe it's the next Remember week. Next morning, we see maybe J- years from now. I don't know. Jason Voorhees he's just walking out of the water. Yeah, it's a misty morning. And he- then, like, yeah, he has Freddy's head in hand, but Freddy's head winks at us. I'm like, I guess no one's dead. Yeah. And then so, the next yeah. movie is Jason X, which we reviewed early in the podcast. Yeah, that was year one. That is this, year this one. This is our fourth Halloween special. We haven't been around for four years yet, but this is our fourth special. Yeah. 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 So, so at the, so at this point, because you always told me about Brian Alvarez, like, hey, if I should do a podcast, just do it. You're gonna suck, then you're gonna get good. Are we good yet? I don't know, but I'm good to end this thing. <laughs> you have hit over two hours. God damn it! I don't fucking know. I was bad. I tried really hard. You tried. I, I didn't. Tried. 
I didn't. Well, happy Bro, Halloween. I played Spine Shake, Taproot, and Drowning Pool. That's true. I'm hitting a trifecta of like B level fucking new metal hey, fight those, music. Hey, that first Drowning Pool record was really fucking good, okay? Alright, what the fuck are we watching next week? And it's not the next Spinal Tap movie. Oh, yeah, you want to tell them about that? Yeah, because I went and watched it and it's just a concert film. Yes, there's like short little interview sections, but that is literally going to be a 15 minute review at most. Yeah. I'm uh, not doing it. <laughs> no, I refuse. Unless we're doing some CAR reviewing each and every fucking song. No, we couldn't because we can't, we have no power to select it. Oh, we're kind of fucking boned. We'll figure something out. We always do. Oh, no. Maybe we might start a seasonal thing. I don't fucking know. Well, my mom really wants us to watch Golden Bachelor. Golden Bachelor? Yeah, it's a show where like a... Like yeah, a, and I want to make you... And I want to make you watch Tool Academy or Milf Manor. We're, we're kind of at a crossroads. You want me to watch Tool Academy? You fucking hate me. God. Well, come on. Well, either way. We will we'll figure, figure it out, out on our own time. Yeah. Most likely it'll take us another three weeks to do another podcast. Because fuck like, yeah. See you for Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude. Thanksgiving special. Let's go, baby. Woo. All right. This is the Triple D Radio Show with their hosts, James and Edward. Hope y'all have a good one. Adios. Bam, 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 bam.